Welcome to the world of Initiative Syndicate. I'm Skriznit, your goblin bard, and I will bardic inspire you to watch our D&D session. Good evening! It's Wednesday night, again. Because <laughs> that's what, it's what the calendar says. Tell them. And, uh... Preach. calendar? <laughs> We're here to do another session of Dungeons & Dragons. We are the Initiative Syndicate. We're going to be picking up from where we left <laughs> off right. last session... We'll do a quick recap in a second, but we're going to go back around and reintroduce the uh, the players and the characters just for people who have just joined in for the first time, and we appreciate you listening. So you're not here, so we'll, we'll go to you instead first, because I like clockwise. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Uh, my name's Bill. Uh, I play Rocky Bartholomew Brindlehide. He's a six and a half foot tall minotaur, middle aged, a little gray. Uh, he's Brindle Minotaur, as you can tell by his name. <clears throat> um, he's a paladin of redemption. Um, he has this badass glaive. <laughs> he happens to be a badass, and that is badass. On to hey. you. <laughs> I hit the three. I gotta you hit got, the three. It's three. it's in it. the literature that I have to hit three. <laughs> he has a quota to hit. <laughs> A number of badasses, he says during his intro. Yeah. <laughs> he is badass. Yep. Hey, I'm Em. I play Pigwin. She is a fairy circle of spores druid. She looks like a bird right now. Yellow. Flappy. Hopefully that doesn't come back to ironically injure me later. <laughs> okay. I'm Jesse, I play Squiznut, the level 3 bard, and I'm the uh, clean-cut, no-nonsense bard <laughs> that is uh, always the follows the rules. Mm-hmm. I'm currently wearing a lizard mask, black and red suit, with a pimp stick, and my crown. Go. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That I'm is Rob, and, uh, Liz- playing as Lizicut, or enchantment wizard, level 3. Um, I look like I am a dark elf, um, gray hair, dark dark uh, gray skin. And I'm currently wearing a black tux suit, and that is all I have today. Oh yeah, I'm wearing a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> there it, is. it looks like a All uh, right? Justin Timberlake. J- JT from uh, what 90s? 99, Early 2000s. I believe. <laughs> we'll Complete with the cowboy the hat. Next. All right, um, I am. Elvin Winsel, how you doing? Um, I am wearing a outfit now that actually fits me. Um, no longer a dress; it's actually a nice tux. Um, no more hole in the back. Um, so I didn't wasn't wearing assless chaps anymore either. So we didn't give you assless chaps. There was a hole in the back for your tail. For the yeah, tail, there definitely was a hole in fixed. the back of that outfit. It's pretty much actually fixed. At that point. It. Yeah. It's fixed. So it's been precious. Uh, digitation, something like that. Nope, yep, keep rolling with it. You're right (laughs) there. Uh, Right there. Sounded out. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, What does your suit look like now? It's it's all multicolored, right? It's multicolored. Looks very... You look like a bag of Skittles. Yeah. And you have like a shiny glass mask, if I remember. Yep. Taste the rainbow. You know, I wrote most of this down, but I can't find the piece of paper where I wrote all that down, so we're rewriting it down now. Damn. (laughs) Now we're going to be officially big pimping. All right. And uh, I, I am uh, I'm, I'm Kevin. I play all the other characters. I'm the dungeon master Yay. for the syndicate. Um, and we're going to do a recap of basically what happened last session, which was not a lot of action, but a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You guys had a great time last time. It was fun watching you guys like interact with the NPCs and 
go around and shop and Elvin almost guys got you guys beat up by the Rakitu by the Rakdos people in front of the nightclub. <clears throat> some ogre and then some supposed giants. Um, so basically, last session you guys went back to precinct one. Mm-hmm. You uh, touched base with the Order of the Guild Pact, and you kind of like turned in your quest to say like, "Hey, this is our progress. This is what we're doing." You guys got paid for the quest that you did, and uh, you have not been assigned any new tasks. Um, but you were able to talk to Copernicus, who's the brother of uh, uh, the the owner of the nightclub that you guys are trying to get into, and he is supposed to arrange for you guys to get tickets to get into said nightclub because it's very exclusive. Um, Other than that, you guys had shopping. You guys got all your fancy masquerade clothes for the masquerade ball tonight at the nightclub. And... uh, I don't really think that there was much else that happened. I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, Elvin tried to, the... to ask the clerk to a date, and she turned him down. No, it was down. the... Oh, he so went... we did the note thing. Yeah, he went to we the council, care. ghost yeah. council. We went to the Orzhov council. You talked to, yes, to the went ghost to council. Yes, yeah, he went to it. And then after that's when I got my text. Yeah. Yeah, you turned in the... Uh, the, the, the diary page that you found. Sensitive information. Where it sort of implicated other members of this thing called the New World Order. That's right. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Don't want to leave that part out. So. I very much held back the NWO uh, <laughs> <laughs> references last time because it was hey. a nice, intense moment, <laughs> but I was right it's there. It's really cool, and, and everyone loved the NWO. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, we're going to be picking up. Uh, <laughs> you guys have now exited the uh, Pins and Needles yep. uh, tailor shop. You guys are all looking very, uh, very primped, clean, manicured, taking care of all the dirt off of you, wearing your very nice clothes for a night out on the town. As we kind of as we kind of walk out the door, I'm going to uh, shape shift into somebody at the same height and stuff. Uh, I'm going to go uh, human. Okay. Human. Yep. Very basic. Um, um, male, female. Male. Um, short brown hair. After all that. Um, but still having yeah. kind of like basic. like a very faint gray gray eyes um, with no. I don't have any pupils. But okay. Now, do your pupils change when you shape change? I can change them, but I don't have any pupils at all. It's, it, it, there is no pupils. Scrubs don't have no pubic either. <laughs> it's a different thing. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Want to make sure I got it out there. So, um, you know that the club does not really open until the sun starts to go down. Um, before they start letting people into the facility. So you guys have roughly about an hour or so to kill before the club is going to open. Is there anything that you want to do before then? I want to practice my walk with the cane. I like it. You just... Am I got the hips right? There we go. Yeah, no, that's great. That'll probably totally help your performance. And we definitely shouldn't have been practicing anything to do tonight, if that's what you're wondering, because I haven't been thinking about that at all. Practice for what? They told me I can't perform. 
I know, but you know, you never know when the spotlight's going to shine on you a little bit extra. So we're saying play the skin flute. Oh. uh. We might want to save that one for another night. Um, (laughs) If we're going to do that, I'm going to need a few drinks. So why don't we go like pre-gaming at a tavern, and then we'll head over to the club. Get a nice little buzz. Where do we need to go to get um, the tickets? Will the, call. There's a ticket booth. Yeah. Okay, like, so it, that's that's not much. like a. It's right in front of the building. Yeah. You guys saw it when you were there before. And the guy sent an arrangement. For well, we us. don't want to show yeah. up too early. Mm-hmm. That's tacky. Yeah. Let's go get drunk. Well, I I don't think I'll be doing much drinking as we are working. Um, if you guys want to, that's fine. If it helps you work, uh, I'm gonna keep a clear mind though. Yeah, Skrill's the same, right? He's going to keep a clear mind. So which one did you have in mind? Where are we going to get some drinks of? <laughs> um, I mean, we can get one at the local tavern or anything. I mean, we'll just find a place. Okay. I'm going to try this clear mind drink. <laughs> I think you saw... Ooh, I've had like, a mind eraser before. <laughs> I think you saw Rocky's face like light up like, oh my gosh, I'm having the effect on him. And then... No. Just <laughs> disappointment. Just Trust ears me. go down. He's not talking about water. Just like when your kid, you're like, oh, the kid's going to. Oh, and Pig had the exact opposite reaction of just like kind of getting worried for a second and be like, oh, okay, if they got it. Um, lead the way. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'll start walking towards the, um, you know, nearby tavern or any kind of bar place. Um, the only bar that you guys have been to is the Silver Spire. Yeah, we'd have the to same find bar a new there. one. Was there one? Well, that's in a different precinct. <laughs> I mean, there's there's ta- yeah. there's taverns and restaurants and pubs sort of all through the district. But is uh, there one near the uh, club? Even the club ward next to the where we were the, the tailor shop we were just pins at. and needles. Um, there's no shops. I'm sorry. There's no taverns like strictly taverns near the uh, pins and needles. So like an Applebee's. Nope. I mean, there's a couple small mom and pa shops, but they're more uh, they're more locally owned. They're small. They they have like uh, outdoor tables and stuff. They're not look more foodie. They're more family friendly, I, I would guess. Mm. Oh, that looks like a nice place to take the kids. What do you think? Maybe after this is all done, get a couple of days off, take the kids out to dinner. They've been doing good in school. They deserve it. I thought you were talking about our kids. I don't have any kids. I was going to say, um, we don't really kind of follow a family structure like that. Um, so, like, if I were to bring, like, my children, technically, it'd be, like, thousands. I don't feel like this restaurant has the space. Well, we just have to rent out the whole thing, but I think all are welcome. <laughs> well, considering, like, everybody's, like, what? Three to seven inches tall in my family. Yeah, I mean, we could probably make it work. Do they have a patio? Oh, yeah, they got the patio. You can see right oh, out there with those wiry tables. Phenomenal. I can't afford to rent out the place. You buy it? Well, yeah, sure. Well, this is in the future. We're just living in the clouds a little bit, my friend. Yeah, Goodness. We're going to be getting paid again. I'm, I'm going to pull out a journal and write down that he wants <clears throat> to, to rent out a place for us. <laughs> While they're talking about it, I'm going to walk to this outdoor patio that's near us and just like lean my head over the gate and be like, wonder what everybody's looking there. That's good. Like reaching the finger out, ready to touch it. What's up? Thinking like the Blues Brothers when they go to that fancy restaurant. You just, and I, I feel like as soon as I'm ready to touch it, Rocky like runs over and like grabs me, like smacks my hand. Right, you can't do this with their gravy. 
They, they'll get mad at you. I don't get mad I, at that you. That didn't look like gravy, but it looked good. See, that is what they call dessert gravy. So it's it's more made from animal fat, and uh, you put it on your your chicken. What? Yeah. So you know how you put the gravy on the sausage and biscuits. They're wizards. Oh my god, that's yeah. magical. It's a wizard gravy for chicken. I just look at all. You've never had chicken gravy drool before. Drool coming down his lip. Oh god, that's great. <laughs> Wizard gravy. Well, when I take the kids here, you can come if you want, but you can't put your fingers in their food. They, they, uh, they're growing boys and ladies, and they need all their food. Okay. They, they can't afford to be losing little fingers. As long of gravy. as I get wizard gravy, I'm gonna try it out. I'll buy you your own vat of wizard gravy. Okay. So where's this uh, clear-minded drink that we're getting? Um, when you go to the bar, just what? just ask for something that's gonna make you forget, and and they'll take care of you. Well, I feel like I've been ordering that all the time because I forget what I ordered the next day. Have you ever ordered a Shirley Temple before? That's a clear-minded thinking drink. She was the worst dancer we had in the Rectors. <laughs> but she makes a great drink. <laughs> she was just plain Jane. It was horrible. She just stood up there tap dancing. It was boring as hell. She was not good. I mean, she made the guy with one leg look like a good dancer. Well, he's always hopping around. He's and got that more curly practice. hair of hers. I was waiting for birds to come out of it. Um, okay. Um, anyway. We may have derailed on gravy again. <laughs> <laughs> See, we didn't specify what kind of gravy tree. Oh, no. So, um, <clears throat> I let you guys just talk. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to kind of just start going to any bar that I can find locally. So like a kiosk that says like you are here, like a strip mall <laughs> kind of uh, deal. In Ravnica, no. Okay, you never no. know. Maybe a plank. I feel like there should like mm-hmm. be like the little those little demons that were there, and they're like it just comes around. It's like you're here. <laughs> <laughs> That's someone's whole job in Ravnica. <laughs> you're here. Yeah. Where's here? Here. Here. <laughs> That's all you get. Gotcha. Good day. It's all, it's all in it, how to say. Well, we're, we're, I want to go here. It's not you're here. Right, you're already here. here. You're not there. You're here. <laughs> all right. So I guess let's start uh, probably making our way towards the theater dance club place and yeah, see if we can. Yeah. Um, Still a few it's probably a, uh, Well, from where you guys are at right now, it would probably take you guys about a half hour to 45 minutes to oh, walk there. Well, we get there. At, a, get at, at a leisurely pace, because you guys are now in kind of like really nice clothes. So you don't really want to like rough them up. No, not really. Well, and see if we find something along the way. Most don't want to rough them. Hey, I bought this one. Still punches. <laughs> I'm taking this. <laughs> oh, God. God. Is that... He's using the skin flute, isn't he? No, uh, it's my walking stick. Oh. Or my scratching okay. stick. You know, either way, they both kind of smell funny. Now you know why. Yeah. <laughs> Not stinky enough. <laughs> I didn't get in there all the way. Didn't get deep enough. Well, I'm clean. I took a, sh- a bath. Yeah, yeah, they did. They closed you down. Where's all the stuff that was under my nails? <laughs> I was saying, why is my skin so soft? 
What's exfoliating? I don't like it. Ugh. I never knew you were green. <laughs> My lips are not chapped. This is ridiculous. All right. Uh, yeah, well, we're making our way towards the nightclub then. Okay. I believe. Where did you drink? Well, uh, no. we don't see anything indistinctively, but we can keep our eye out on the way. Okay. Might as well. I mean, we don't have any. How far are we away? He said about uh, about a half hour yeah. to forty-five minutes. Oh, we'll just make our way there. We'll walk slow. Yeah. Have a nice little, we'll nice little stroll. Stroll. Yeah. Um, it's probably it's uh, like slow walking. The sun is just now starting to get ready to go past the horizon. You see some of the magically lit lanterns on the on the street corners starting to flicker on. Um, some of the shopkeeps are starting to light more of the candles and uh, the chandeliers in some of their shops. Um, some shops are winding down, closing for the evening. Some people are heading back to the residencies. And this is the, this is like the first time you've actually felt overdressed in this particular precinct. <laughs> you've always felt a little underdressed, a little dirty. <laughs> Everything here is very nice. Oh, and right. now you guys feel like you're better than everyone here for the first time. <laughs> um, you kind of walk with a little extra pep in your step, a little bit more confidence. That's the underwear. <laughs> I'll say, uh, Elvin is actually kind of practicing his fancy talk, like, oh, yes, yes, good day, yes, good day. Look <laughs> ravishing. Uh, what, yeah, what, yes, you do, yeah. I don't think oh, I have a <laughs> fancy voice. We're, we're trying to be high society. You know, we're about to go somewhere fancy. I mean, we look fancy. We look like we're rich. Why don't we act like we're rich? That's not how they talk. How do they talk? I think they talk in their own accents. Who are they? The rich folk. A 1%. <laughs> Oh, like a lot of those people at the guild hall. So they have a lot of these. <laughs> I'm just not out a there. coin that is as large as my head for <laughs> for scale. Let me go ahead through that forest. What? Through the forest. Through the forest. Oh yes, yes, yes. Jolly good day, sir. Yes, yes. Very trustworthy. You don't sound shady at all. Nineteen thirties gangster. That's good. That's good. Looking for somebody um, trustworthy, I try to find an Al Capone character. <laughs> I, I want to say the accent's kind of hurting you a little bit. It, just to be honest. <laughs> Leave the now gun, bring the cannoli. <laughs> so we all like stand in front of the nightclub discussing his accent. I think we're still on the way. Bro. Yeah, that works yeah. for me. Yeah. How much more of this do you want to hear is what we're wondering. For a while, I don't know. I was having fun with it. So, <laughs> so there's only one way to test that accent. And I take my stick and I just go bam, 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 beat against the door. Open up. Prince um, Krisnit is here to accept his tickets to the party. You realize that you're knocking on the wrong door. I do realize it. I'm yeah, just no, you are. You're actually knocking on the door of the building across the street. We was. Oh, Does so anybody answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, you turn no. around and you get to see the, the nightclub sort of come to life this uh inanimate object with 
No people really coming and going before. Now it's hustling and bustling. There's a massive line of people um, showing tickets to get through the door. Uh, the big double doors that you saw earlier in the uh, in the daytime have been flung basically wide open. There are no doors now. You see what – it's basically like these big metal dark iron chains that kind of look like a beaded curtain. Um, but since the door is so big, they just kind of hang down and it looks kind of intimidating, but you see people still going in anyway. Um, there's red lights in the, in, in the, in the archway going in. Um, you've seen the outside structure of the building. Um, this, uh, multi-level building is, it, it's part tavern, part performance hall and all about seeing things you've never seen or heard of before. Um, you know, from being within the cult of Rakdos, plus what you, Oliver, and you being part of the Boros, you know that most clubs are shut down. At some point, something goes wrong, an accident happens, someone gets hurt, demons come in and attack people in the street, something goes wrong, these places get shut down. Um, For various different types of illegal activities. Um, This club uh, is established as being a place for the rich and powerful to unwind. It's well-known all the up-and-coming people, all the people with money, the higher-ups, everyone knows about this club. It's the longest-standing permanent location other than the Guild Hall itself for the Cult of Rakdos. Um, The large black building has a statue of Lord Rakdos atop it, holding his scythe above his head, laughing. You see, is it designed lava tubes that are completely transparent that have lava pumping through them, wrapping completely around the building several times over? Um, so that it looks like the sides of the building itself glow and pulse with heat and fire. They are fed from the pool of lava on the roof that you saw earlier in the day, which now has been uncovered. And you see that glow of lava hitting the uh, the smoke and mist from the skies. There are uh, large stone pillars with the Rakdos insignia spew fireballs on other, either side of the big, large double door where before that was not there. Um... You see a well-dressed doorman. He's obviously some type of fiend collecting tickets at the door. And an equally well-dressed fiend in a ticket booth looking rather bored as other people aren't really stopping to get tickets. Like they said, the shows always sell out. The doorman and the ticket booth man are both dressed in slick black suits with red ties. What was the name of the guy that we got the tickets off of? Copernicus. Copernicus is the one that said that he was going to get you the the tickets. Mm. And he said they were his tickets or his brother's tickets? It, I think he said it They're was going to be his. So yeah, he asked for his name, tickets yeah. to the door. Okay. Sorry. Turn around and see all the stuff that happened behind me after knocking. Yeah, like all this fire and stuff is going on in the background. You're like knocking on the wrong door. <laughs> That's what I would have done. If we were at the right door, I was practicing. Yeah. So now we need to uh, get a game plan together. Um, well, I don't, I don't think um, Scrizz really gets embarrassed. He just plays it <laughs> off. And, yeah. No way. Yes. I got it. No, don't worry. I'll talk to him. Um, I'll start making my way up to the door where everybody's entering in at. Or the ticket booth. Ticket booth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's no line for that. The yeah. line is for the actual door itself. Okay. So I'll walk up to the ticket booth. Um, you see a Cambian at the door with short, slick, black hair. He's got like a silver streak kind of going, almost kind of looks like a skunk down the middle of his head. He's a slightly aged Cambian, or at least he wants his appearance to be aged. He has bright red skin, 
and almost like vampire looking fangs um he kind of looks at you and yes ah yes you see um we're here for the Copernicus tickets we need those I'm sorry who Copernicus we have tickets you see you see him pull out this book Copernicus Copernicus. Let's see if I can keep from laughing at his accent. <laughs> Wouldn't you chap say it's a jolly good evening? Do I have to, was it performance you think, to hide it from laughing? Yeah, I'd, sure. Okay. But you're good at that. Yeah, so. I know. So he's, I'm over there. Um, <laughs> yes, there, there are th- one, two, how many are in your party? Seven. <laughs> Uh, but we've only got five right here. Got it. Well, there are five. Have you ever been to the Hellfire Club before? Uh, we heard a bunch about it, but it's our first first rodeo. You no, see? we have not, but we're excited. Pig has decided she will sing in her bird costume tonight. <laughs> well, tonight is a very special night. It is the Masquerade Ball. You picked an excellent time to attend. Copernicus, friends in high places, I see. Ah, yes, we are high people. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. He seems like jotting down some notes. He doesn't really break eye contact off of you. Yes. Hold, please. And he turns his little swivel chair around. He gets in this like little cabinet behind him. You see him kind of flipping through it. And he pulls out, um, he pulls out something, turns around, and it's in an envelope, and he hands it to you. Those will grant you access. Please make sure that you do not remove your wristbands, or you will be escorted from the premises. Yeah, I told you, good premises got us. He's gonna make sure we get in. Yeah, I told you, Capricorn's our guy. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't think we was doubting that, but thank you. Uh, now these these wristbands are they have like the sticky side on them? Because if you stick the sticky side to my fur, I'm gonna be upset. They're more l- elastic. They're sort of stretchy. Perfect. Much better. Do you like my suit? <laughs> it's... This is my first fancy suit. It really brings out your eyes. Like my suit. Really oh, thank you, eyes. thank you. <laughs> I'll take the cowboy hat off and do like a probably a curtsy. <laughs> Uh, this is my first fancy suit, so I'm real excited about the occasion here. I would have never guessed. <laughs> Dashing. You, you seem just completely at ease in it. Uh, so you said tonight's masquerade night? What the Masquerade, yes. W- what does that mean for performance-wise? Like, they all just wear they masks? Or? special performances, mostly mask-related. It goes from a little bit more traditional. Hmm. Very fancy. Now, what what kind of seating are we having with uh, Copernicus's tickets here? Are they like you would have front access center? to the entire facility except for the upper levels, which that would be executives only, owners of the establishment and whatnot. And you know, we might be able to get to see one of those uh, goblins with the skin flu. You know. Oh, I heard. I heard. Imagine. High class. Uh, skin <laughs> flu <laughs> goblins. <laughs> That's me. I'm performing tonight. Oh, and I'll actually quickly pull out of my pocket a piece of paper and try to have him sign it, <laughs> like I'm a fan. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, you don't have to make a check for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for making me look stupid. I can't write a piece of paper. What do you want me to do with this? Oh, you want me to show you how to write your name? I think it's best to go ahead. <laughs> I think it's best we go ahead. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Just be cautious. Don't cause problems and don't lose your wristbands. Wristband check. You won't like the results, I assure you. Do we, on our fancy clothes, do do I have, still have like a holster for my glaive on there and my javelins and stuff? Nope. So I'm glaiveless. Nope. No weapons allowed. No weapons <laughs> There is a big neon sign that says no weapons allowed. So where are all, all our weapons at? I'm assuming that you left them someplace safe, or you can leave them at the door. Like a coat check. Weapon check. We Weapon check. Fold. It's better than nothing. It's not my staff. So at least they're kind of <laughs> close. Um, are you getting in the line to enter the building? The line has died down a little bit, but you can already hear that there is music pumping from the main room when you come in. It sounds more like like ball music, like classical oh. music. Mm. But it has a sort of weird, heavy bass to it. Mm. So are there like attendants <laughs> walking around like, with like food and lights? stuff like that? You can't see in. It's sort of smoky oh, okay. in the entranceway. Mm. And red lights. And then the, the the big chain. So it's hard to kind of see. You can only, you, you feel it. Like you feel it kind of beating in your chest. Um, the other cambion at the door is, he's checking wristbands and... You see him doing some sort of a magic spell. You, you assume to verify the legitimacy of the bands. Mm. And he, he's checking off on his little clipboard of names um, for check-in. After a few minutes in the line, you, you make it up to the front of the line. Who is in the front of this? Sherrod? Sh- I'm in the front. <laughs> All right. I like it. Um, hi. Hello. We're so excited to be. Oh, I forgot. We're so excited to be here. I'm. I'm so excited that you're gonna get to come in today. They never let me come in, you know. It's okay though. We'll tell you all about it. Yeah, like tell me all everything that happens because I hear there's a lot of really attractive people that hang out in there, <laughs> and I just like to see a couple of them, you know. Well, that's. Just fine. Anyway. <laughs> Do you think that he's would blush if he already wasn't a very bright shade of red? <laughs> um, blush blue. <laughs> Do you have your uh, Do you have your wristband? Well, of course. And Pig has hers on like a belt, so she just does a spin. <laughs> and uh, you see him wave his hand, and this little beam of like white kind of dings off of it and dings back. Copernicus one got it. Go on in and enjoy your time. Don't lose your wristband, though. Never would, because it is, like, fully cinching in on Pig right now. It is tight. I feel after seeing her do the twirl, like, show her belt, like, so I lift my shirt up, like, to show my belt. Here's my, is this what you need? Like, the belt to get in? That's a really nice sword, but you're going to have to leave it outside. I can't let you bring it in. Do you have, like, a weapons check area? Because yeah, I got yeah. a big old... Uh... He pulls out this giant bag of holding. Yeah, right in here. I'll make sure you guys get your stuff back. Hmm. All right. I pull, 
scimitar rapier. It's, it's unusual for it to even be carrying weapons in this precinct, but you guys must be somebody important. Yeah, we're, we're not allowed to travel too far without our weapons. No, no, that's fair. Your business is your business. You seem to know Copernicus. He's an important guy. Well, I guess I throw the crossbow, the rapier, and the scimitar all in there. Thank you for your assistance. Yes. Uh... And here is your ticket for your items back. Okay. Don't lose that or I won't remember what's your stuff. Do you want me to hold it for you? Yes, please. All right. <laughs> and uh, so I'll take his ticket and then unsheathe my glaive and put it in the bag as well. Okay, thank you. Here's your ticket. Don't lose that. All right, appreciate it. Now, if we um, say we have a couple drinks uh, and we forget to pick these up oh, on the way we'll out. hang on to them. Now, we, we stroll. We have, we have a... We have a a very strict policy. Any any items we find, they they get rid. Well, I mean, unless that person is no longer on this plane of existence or they're dead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff don't happen in here much, does it? I mean, there's Not no here. weapons. Not here, no. So we walked by earlier, and there was. It seemed to be that place was closed. So if we come by too early tomorrow, can we still get our weapons back? Yeah, just show them a ticket, and shouldn't be no problem. Groovy. And I will curtsy to him again. <laughs> I'll do the same with my staff and my dagger. So, did he do anything with the wristband, or I just walked in without him doing? He scanned it. it. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> he scanned yours too. Yeah. Thank you for your assistance. Make sure not to lose your wristband. Now, people keep saying bad stuff happens. What bad stuff happens if you lose a wristband? Have you ever been magically yanked from this reality? Like seven or nine times. Well, then you know. Yeah. It's kind of awful, right? It's really bad. Yeah, sometimes not all of you comes at the same time, and just like you're living in this weird agony limbo, floating in the cat. Anyway, don't, I mean, I guess don't lose the wristband. It's sort of an enchantment that's put on them. It kind of keeps people out that ain't supposed to be there and lets the people that are supposed to be there stay there. Otherwise, I think you go someplace in the Nine Hells. Oh boy, well that sounds awful. Sounds like fun. <laughs> okay, I'll send him a page. Shut the other screws. Remember, I mean, that, clarity that, that's juice. That's what I've heard. I don't know. Remember your outfit. I've seen people, you yes. know. Ah, and then they're gone. <laughs> Got that clean. A couple Got pieces clean. were left of them, but most of them were gone. Fair enough. Um, my last. Your last. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to need you to leave your weapons in the bag, sir. Oh, of course. I will gladly do that for you. Um, Weren't you just talking different? <laughs> your accents are... Ah, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Friend? <laughs> Friend? Your outfit is Oh, so when Rob rules it. lawyers, we can call him out. But when Bill's shitting on an accent, we're just gonna let that fly. Nuh-uh. I'm the R- I'm the RP. I'm the RP police here. She's the RP lawyer. I appreciate that you are trying voices down there, sir. Hey, it's a I, I appreciate that you are also trying voices. Back. Bill, does that mean I can roll? Drink over another bouche latte. The mountains are still blue. I gotta drink because I gave him shit. <laughs> We don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to shame you for... <laughs> shame. shame. That's healthy. Anyway. Boo this man. <laughs> I award you no points and may God have Gus mercy on your soul. He's much better. Um, yeah. So um, I'll hand him um, 
all of my weapons. Cool. Thanks. Uh, no problem. Here's a ticket. Make sure that you uh, you don't lose the ticket, and don't lose your wristband. All right. You're uh, this weapon is making my bag act weird. Is this um, some kind of a magical weapon? No, I I don't think so. I just I, I just warn you that all magic stops working in this bag. It'll work when you take it out. Then everything should be fine. Cool. Yeah, I was just making sure it wasn't like your reason for a living or something. You know, I, I wouldn't want you to die. <laughs> what if it was? <laughs> then you probably shouldn't put it in the bag. So if I need it to live, you'll you'll give it to me? Oh no, that's not gonna happen either. I'll personally hang on to it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um I'll walk inside. Okay. Have a have, have a good time. You guys look great. Yeah, what kind Thank of Thank you <laughs> That was a oh, that was Weird. perfect. Sorry in advance. Not Yeah, also I I'll I'm not gonna pretend I've didn't I didn't mean to hit that note. My voice just kind of ended up there, so I am thing. sorry to anybody listening. It's okay. They're awake now. If they weren't yeah. awake, they are now. Welcome <laughs> back, motherfuckers. All right. So you make your way in through the smoke and, and chains. Jesse's kid. I'm These so sorry. Chains are, and it's much like a beaded curtain. There are several actual rows. Shout out, these, hi. These chains. Um, and they're heavy. Like these are full-on chains. These are not like plastic chains. These are not ornamental chains. These are full, heavy chains. You've seen chains like this before when other in other Rakdos establishments and in uh, other performances. You know that these are ones that the Cacklers use, but on a much bigger size, on a much bigger scale. Um, they almost look as though they were enlarged. Um, when you go in, the entire place is filled with multicolored lights in the ceiling, kind of shining off. The sky looks like uh, – the roof in this establishment almost looks like the nighttime sky. It's been enchanted with some sort of enchantment spell to emulate that there is no roof that you can actually see outside, which is weird because there's several layers above. But um, the sky looks beautiful. You see all the stars and the constellations, and it's kind of like a disco ball in the middle – that's shooting off all these different rays of light and color. Um, there, are, There's uh, smoke and mist and fog kind of at the ground level. Um, there's a massive bar on the, on the right-hand side when you first walk in with probably <laughs> five people working it because it's so long. The building from the outside is much bigger than it seems. Um, you see everyone else all in really nice outfits and dresses, suits, and everyone is wearing some form of a mask. Um, it's not quite the party zone you thought it was going to be. It seems very uppity and kind of low-key. Even though the music is loud, you kind of expected maybe people would be dancing. or And they are, but it's sort of like waltzing. And there is a dance floor. And the dance floor is right in the middle of this whole area. Uh, everyone else sort of congregates around it or at the bar. There's an upper balcony level, um, several different little small personal tables. Um, you see other people up there, various different races having conversations, um, laughing, 
eating, drinking. Um, there are some smaller tables on the ground floor, um, but they're way off in the one corner on the far left-hand side of this, this area. Other than that, it's just mostly congregating and people sitting around and talking to each other, um, laughing, having a good time. You see the wait staff too. They're all dressed very nicely. All black suits, even, even the female um, staff members with red ties. Um, hanging from underneath a couple of the balcony areas, you see these black metal cages. Um, they look like uh, like torture cages almost. But they aren't dangerous. They have, a, they have a steady floor under it and you see people dancing. Different types of races and uh, genders, male and female. Sort of like strippers, but not completely naked. Sort of in a sensual sort of way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Most of them are in like, uh, it's more like underwear. Not all the way, but it's something that you've never seen before. And uh, men and women, all interested in everything that seems to be going on. They're throwing gold coins at them and it's hitting the, the bottom of the, 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 the cages. The cages are kind of swaying back and forth from all the moving around. and um, But even the dancers are wearing these different masquerade masks. And uh, yeah, you are in the Hellfire Club. Does it look like there's any doors that are particularly guarded? There is. From? There seems to be one... I wouldn't say big, but it's a bigger door, slightly smaller than the main door that you came in. It's a set of double wooden doors, hand-carved, polished, beautiful. Um, it's closed, and there are a couple of... They look to be just employees. Um, they're both human, both male, black suits, and the red ties. They look more serious than the rest, and they are also wearing masquerade balls. Uh, masks. Are they also wearing bracelets? No. Hmm. Good to know. There goes that plan. <laughs> Curious right. if the bracelets keep you from going through that door. I feel like the bracelets magically let us be in this space. And like it's not actually here. The, the I bracelet. If it's a way of them tracking you too. Um, I don't think we really have much of a choice. Well, I mean, we could try. Well, gravy train. I'm gonna go get me a date. I'll actually make my way onto like the dance floor area and, sure. and try to find somebody to dance with. Okay. So it's like loud in there too. It's very go. loud. Did he say he was going to go mate? What? The <laughs> I guess some people in their cages look like they want to do it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, to each it's their own. very very loud. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna tug on Rocky's tail. Oh, hey, hey, whoa, hey. What can I do for you? And I hand, and I slip the invisibility potion that I have in his hand. Uh, you might need this later. There might be a distraction to get through them doors over there. And I point towards the doors where I've seen the, the two big guys. Okay. Uh, I guess another important part, are we wearing our armor underneath? No, you're wearing your suits. So no disadvantage on stealth rolls nope. for me. You're wearing this clothes. <laughs> so what does that do with our AC though? Or should I say? Move I think it's I think it's your eight your eight plus your decks. Okay. Basically, I think. Right. Yeah, you eight guys plus left your armor at the establishment. I do have major. Because some of you did rentals, you figured you were gonna have to what go back that? anyway. 
I have to go back and look, just double check. Okay, uh, I'll take the potion from you then and kind of put it um, in one of my Canadian tuxedo pockets. So you're looking for someone to dance with. Yeah. Um, there is no lone dancers on cool. the dance floor. And like I said, everyone is sort of waltzing. The dance floor is packed, but it's all in pairs. Um, so I'll kind of just like try to follow the waltz that's going on. Um, and when the dance is over, try to just pick a random pair and ask if I can, uh, can I cut it? Um, Not in an aggressive way. Is there a specific type of person or group no, you're looking anybody. for? Anybody. Um, male. No. Well, Specifically male. We'll, we'll get back to that in a second. You got issues with that, Rob? No, I'm just saying. That's he's what like, he's no, looking no. for. No. I'm good. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> well, I figured you'd probably ask the, the dude if he's dancing with a girl. If you Yeah, like, in. can I cut in? So, I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't have a preference. Just anybody. Just anyone that looks like they might want to dance with you. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to serve you. I'm kind of trying to serve you. Anyone the giving them the eyes to, like... Oh, you're looking to see if anyone's checking you out a little bit? Yeah, like you uh, make a perception check. You started here, lovely. <laughs> yeah, make make a perception check on that. I can't even see what it is. It's not bad. Uh, it's not good either. Perception. Got him. <laughs> Nailed it. I was getting skills wrong. There we go. Made uh, four. <laughs> Twelve. Um, it doesn't seem apparent at first. Yeah, that no. anyone that anyone's giving you the eyeball. Yeah, no, I'm just like I said, I'm just looking. Okay, we'll like, get back to you in a second. Sounds good. Um, Rocky, Art. You, you and uh, Scrizzner are kind of having this conversation while um, Pigwin's kind of floating around, taking in all the sights and whatnot. Um, and Lizica's just kind of there. Yeah, naturally, pretty much. <laughs> you're you're approached by a waiter. Mm-hmm. At least you assume it's a waiter. He's carrying some sort of a tray. He seems to have like a towel in his arm. He looks he looks very almost almost like a butler. Um. He's a uh, Vidalkin, so blue skin, but still the same black suit, red tie. Okay. Um, will you be needing a table, sir? Uh, yeah, I believe so. What time does the show start? The show will start in a little while. So we've got time to oh, get a table. Absolutely, and, yes. Uh, yeah, I believe so. We're under... Um, I don't know if there's... Are there ever tables associated with tickets or anything? To some of the more distinguished guests, yes. There are some tables that are on constant reserve. Do you... uh, Are you able to scam a wristband and see if we have one that's available to us? We got these from a friend of ours. Do you have a name? uh, Copernicus. You see him, like, lick this little pen, and he scribbles something down on his notebook. Pad of paper. And then it looks like he's almost, like, scanning information in his brain. Copernicus. Yes. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> well, that that won't be necessary. Right this way, sir. Uh, let me. Um, you see that guy that's kind of weirdly trying to dance on the dance floor there <laughs> by and, himself. <laughs> and you see how everyone's kind of avoiding him. Um, it's awkward. Yes. Yeah, I feel. I can't, un- floats over. I can't. And not. is trying to dance with you, but it's not better because yeah, I am a tiny like, fairy. Slowly, like, away from even, even though she's flying, you're stepping on her toes. 
I feel like no matter what I do, it's assault. What do I do? What do I do? How are you having a hard time leading me? I'm four inches tall. So would you would you be able to like after you give us our table, would you be able to like interject with him and just say, Oh, sir, your table's ready and escort him off the dance floor um, before he embarrasses us all? Sure. I can Yes. Uh yeah, he's really given a bad name to uh the rest of us, but those dance moves, they're terrible. He gives you like a nod. I understand. Co- <laughs> Copernicus would not be happy. Oh. You know Copernicus, then, you know. Yeah, great dancer. Yeah, he did the... Uh... Even better singer, if you can believe it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't had the pleasure, but, uh, yeah, his he's a jazzy dancer. He, he and his brother, you know, they actually built this nightclub. They established it. When his buddy? His brother. brother. Oh, his brother. Oh, well, that's fancy. So we do have a fancy table. Very fancy. You have not, not met Tormund. Uh, not quite yet. Uh, like I said, just friends with uh, the brother. Well, it's a special night tonight because Tormund himself is performing. Oh, yeah? What kind of acts does he do? I mean, he can do anything. He's very talented. Huh. I'm not sure his act. It's a secret. Is, um... He'll be debuting it for the first time ever tonight. Really? Wow. I'm kind of surprised that Copernicus gave us his tickets then. (laughs) Well, they don't call him the showstopper for nothing. That is quite the nickname. They also call that sometimes too, but for different reasons. Well, that's that's kind of sad. What, with the murder? Usually someone loses their head. (laughs) Now, his his statue's on top of the building. Are we expecting him to be here tonight as well? Since it's a special show? He's left his, his pit. Well, in my lifetime. I know sometimes, so I just wonder. It's kind of rare I you think, see. I think Tormund's always hoping that maybe he'll show up. Maybe tonight's the night. Could be. We all get world-class, best-of-the-best entertainment here. That's what I hear. Uh, my little friend here, he's uh, also a performer, um, and he's going to be playing on that stage here real soon as well. Oh, that's impressive. I hope you don't have to follow an act like Tormund. If he does, he blow him away. Respectfully. I'll do what? So you'll, you'll do away, good. away, away. You got <laughs> We talk about how you have to listen to the end of sentences. I'm out of here. I can't hear anything. And it's so So your table is ready? I know. Always uh, ready. Yes. Always ready. Well thank you. Uh so if you want to take us first and then go get that awkwardly dancing man, that would um, be great. Yes, I will go get your friend. Or is that too bold of a statement? Uh, we're, we're working on it. He's not ready to be my friend, I guess. It's a long story. He doesn't like gravy. Um, <laughs> we're working on That's it. That's kind of a deal breaker for us. <laughs> uh, so you see this like little butler like, carrying his little tray out there like, in between the little waltzes. He seems to have much more rhythm than you. <laughs> Um, and he, and he very gently taps you on the shoulder. Um, sir, your, your, your table is ready. Oh, yes, you see, our table is ready now, big one, yes. Beautiful, let's go. <laughs> like I'm in church. I know. It's kind of because I had to burp and I was trying not to do it into the microphone, if I'm going to be honest. I figured a note change would hey, let it rip. We appreciate it. Yes, yes, that's why you say. There it goes with that accent. I you can't me. decide on or off with that damn thing. Um, while we walk over, Pig just like uh, 
grabs two mushrooms off of her and uh, hands one to Elvin and says, I'm not really positive what these do, but everybody seems to have a good time. And I just pop one in and I eat it. <laughs> um, I'm going to just put it behind my ear. <laughs> so uh, Sit yourself. Act like you're eating it. He brings, he brings your friends to you. All right. And then he starts to escort you towards the big double door with the two guards. All right, um, fancy. His table is in a different locale. How so? Well, he did help establish this facility. So we're like creme de la creme, as they say? Not quite the penthouse, but we're going to take you up a few floors. Um, I just imagine. Uh, I'll pull out a pair of gloves and smack him across the face. (laughs) (laughs) What in the world is happening? Don't tell the the man where we got to go. He knows where you gotta go. Wasn't telling him I was asking. And I'll reach back again with the other side and smack him again as soon as he opens back up his mouth again. I would like to wait till we're walking and then try and uh, elbow him right in the stomach if I can. Yeah. I would like to try that. Uh, Make an attack roll. I would like to try that. Look at that little tiny dice. We're gonna hit you with a tiny dice. The tiny dice is doing not a good job. Give me Bardic. Well, since I meant to hit him in the gut, maybe I just hit him in the face on accident. (laughs) Not with that roll. (laughs) Which which roll? You see that? that Uh, Like a seven. Yeah, you don't hit him at all. You kind of hit near him. Because his base armor class is just ten. Next one's coming for your face. Yeah, see? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> so it, we're still being led. Yes. yes. So is it quiet down in this hallway? It's, it's a lot quieter here. You can still hear the music, but it's uh, once they close the doors, it's uh, you're kind of led down a, a, a longer hallway that bends to the right, and uh, there's a set of steps, a big, massive set of steps that sort of spiral around. You can tell that this is close to the middle of the building. You guys were not quite in the middle of the building before. But this spiral seems to go up the middle. There's a, a big like clear cylinder like the ones on the outside where lava is kind of flowing down from it. Um, it's emitting a very, very bright light. There is no other light source in this hallway. Um, and it's very warm. Not not enough to where you're uncomfortable, but it's very warm here. So there's only like one way that's it. There's no extra, like, side doors or okay. There are multi-layers. You go up a couple mm-hmm. of floors, but, yeah, there's no other. Um, as, you're look- as you're looking up, you can see that this building is at least ten floors. Uh, you all stop on the eighth floor of kind of walking. Pretty close where you um, You're escorted down another hallway that there seems to be a couple of doors on the side. They look like they, they, they might be restrooms of some kind or, or washrooms of some kind. Um, and there's another big, large, wooden double door. And that's where you are all escorted. It seems to come back towards the area where the dance floor and stuff was. Um, when you enter this room, there are two tables in here and only two tables. Um, the one is a long table with eight chairs, two at the head and three on each side. And then there's another round table with ten chairs around it. It's massive. Um, 
you are seated at the long table with the eight chairs. Um, as you sit, that magic enchantment that lets you look at the nighttime sky, you notice seems to take effect in this room. And you're able to look out past the wall and see the nightclub hmm. from the level you're on. It's almost like you're at the same level, but you know that you're eight floors above it. Now, with that, could can we, we can see, like, it makes us feel like we're eye level with that, or? The wall that the door was on, it looks like you're at that level looking out. Now, looking out the other way towards the dance floor. Yeah, you can see all of it. Just can see down towards it, yeah. and it's open. Yeah, the bar from your vantage point now looks like it's on the left-hand side, where before it was on the right-hand so side. So, if you went over there, you could feel, you it's open space, you could, if you wanted to, you could just fly out over there into the dance floor. You're not sure. You're not sure if it's some sort of an illusion spell or what. Yeah. Well, but you know that it's eight fun. floors up. You guys walked eight floors up. Okay. I walk over there. I'm like... It's sort of like... Your hand just kind of goes through it. It's not, There's nothing solid on the other side. It, it doesn't smell like gravy. Oh, going, I, I kind of need to try something out. Is, I'm looking around. Is there, what's on the table? Uh, right now, it's just place settings. There's uh, some plates. Um, like a fork or something? Forks, knives, but more than what you're accustomed to. There are several forks, several spoons, a couple of different types of knives. Uh, very intricately folded napkins sitting on top of the plates. I, I grab one of the spoons and I'm like, I walk back towards the wall. I'm like, I make sure Rocky's not looking at me. <laughs> oh, why do you need so much silverware over here? I don't understand. So, you got that's a 19. Do you know? Uh, what? Yeah, he doesn't yeah, see. Well, so I when he's not looking, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I throw it through the wall just to see if I can see if it hits the floor down there. And I'm like... So you throw the spoon very quickly, and you hear it clatter against the wall, and it falls on the floor. What was that? That's off my spoon. Do I see the spoon? Yeah. I'm picking my spoon up. It's still good. It's still <laughs> good. Clean it up He's for totally you. fine. Yep. It's all good, Rocky. Put it back where I got it. And you eat the salad with this one. Huh. That's a whole bunch of cutlery. Yep. Hmm. Is there anybody else like near our table? You see that there are uh, a few waiters. They're kind of in the back. But like nobody, no other, no other people guests. are no other patrons. No, not at the uh -oh. other table either. Not a oh, but we but gotta oh. integrate ourselves because we're kind of we're only people I, in I, this room. Well, oh. There's there's two other wait staff. That's it. And Just wait the, the person that escorted you is leaving. Hmm. Yeah. So I think Pig's kind of flying around, still interested in whatever. But as she like swoops by, you guys says like, um, okay, so we're very isolated and people are going to know when we're missing. So we need to make sure that we find a reason to not be at this table for long. Like we need to make sure that we are paying attention um, and have a great time. We don't want to mess up the fact that we got these tickets, but also we can't be off in this room the whole time. I let Pigwin know that the wall, you can't fly through it so she doesn't get hurt, okay. but I don't let the other three know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. So, yeah, I'm like, 
Did, oh, did you find a good barrel no, over don't, here? Don't try to fly through that wall out oh, to the why? floor. Uh, you can't go through it. My oh. Fork only for salad. You see, uh, yeah. you, you see, uh, a, a when I show her again, I try to throw, I throw the spoon again. It clangs right off the wall. Yeah. Woo! Okay. Don't tell the other ones. It'd be funny if this. While, while you're having this conversation, you see the the doors open to this room, and about six wait staff come in almost hurriedly. They start surrounding the table, um, looking very dignified and like down to business. Um, they start handing out these really fancy leather bound menus. Mm. Um, so tonight, um, the main waiter, he, uh, again, another v- Vidalkin, um, he says, uh, we have many specials tonight, but if it's not on the menu, we can make it. Here at the Hellfire Club, you can have anything you want. All right. Can I start you with drinks? I, yes, I would like to clear my mind drink. He means a water. Water. Water for... Uh, I think we're all taking waters. Sure. And you seem kind of... And a couple of people... You now notice that uh, there's like a bar in the back of this room that kind of illuminates. Um, some lights go across it. It's a lot smaller than the bar downstairs. But they start fiddling around and getting some glasses and stuff. I for sure... Pigwin would for sure like a glass of... Sp- Sparkling wine or champagne because she wants to do the like tippy bird tip in (laughs) from the side. (laughs) Doop. Doop. Indeed. And he he gives another clap and. Yeah, we ain't drinking no water. They're they're, they're putting it all on trays. They're starting to load up stuff. Water is high class. You see five glasses of water at first and now they're taking individual drink orders. See, this is special because you see that lemon right there? You squeeze the lemon in there, and it helps. It gives it flavor, but it also helps clarify your mind. You don't feel it working, but it's working. I think the bubbles in this are clarifying my mind. Boop. <laughs> Boop. He, he is right, Rocky. Uh, Rocky's right, Scrizz. And he also needs some bubbles in his drink, and I'll actually pick up his cup and blow bubbles into it. <laughs> I wasn't. It's water. It clears your mind. Uh, it, it, it does, yeah. Um, Shall we cheers? Yes, yes. Uh, cheers. Uh, to gravy? To <laughs> gravy. To gravy! I'm going to try and, like, throw it back, but also, like, mmm. Mm. Maybe maybe like a uh, sleight of hand or something. See if I can get that uh, yeah, off. Yeah, sleight of hand check on that. All right, little dice again. I feel like if you fail, it hits like one of the weight staff in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 14. Yeah, yeah, you're able to. Mm, boy, was that good. Uh, the bubbles, though, I can only take so many of those. So I'll probably just have a regular one next. Um, Would you prefer individual... Things, or would you just prefer the banquet? What's in the banquet? Everything. It's a four-course meal. Do you have chicken with gravy? <laughs> we can accommodate anything. I told you I get you that chicken gravy. Um, Here at the Hellfire Club, you can have anything that you want. Anything. Within reason, assuming that it's legal. Okay. 
That's fair. Um, Boring. I just have one question. I mean, Pigs' peoples are huge right now. Like, by name? Just asking. Like, do you have names of some people that are here? I can't divulge. Some people come here to have a good time and be as anonymous with other people who want to have a good time. Yeah, I don't think these people are those. This is a high society place of debauchery. True, true. But I think these people are very well known. Um, oh, they are. Would, uh, by chance, the Belheims be here? That name does not sound familiar. Okay. What is their status within Ravnica? Are they wealthy? Are they famous? Um, they got wealthy over time. I mean, they're with the Orzov. Um... We yeah. don't get many from the syndicate in here. I just figured maybe that you know maybe they're just trying to have a good time. That's all. So we that's... actually get more from the Azorius than in the other locale. Oh. Maybe it's because of where we're located. Maybe because they need to unwind the most. Oh. So, are we stuck in this room, or are we thought to go oh. back downstairs? You're not a prisoner. No, you can leave anytime you want. What this the... is Copernicus's table. This is where you wanted to sit. You'll have an excellent view of the show, away from the common folk, distracting you, spilling yep. things on you. Stinking-ass common folk always want to be up in our business. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, Chris, but has there been a goblin that's ever walked in here with a nice, fancy pocket watch? Not that I recall, but I, I don't know every guest that comes in. I handle mostly this floor. Okay. Well, just, just see. That's all. Um, I'll just have whatever the group's having. I'm not, Very well. Not a picky eater. The banquet it is! The banquet, banquet it is. Uh, with gravy and chicken. So chicken everything gravy. above we this level is restricted to us? Yes, everything above the 8th level is I'm restricted. I'm not asking the matron. Huh? No, I'm telling you, yeah. everything above the 8th level is restricted. So did we see any doors that looked like it was restricted on the way into this door? <laughs> Did the staircase keep going up, or was this the dead end? It goes up two more floors. Okay. With our special table tickets here, do we have any other access to, like, green rooms or something for uh, the more sophisticated folk? uh, There are some very nice lounge rooms on this floor that Copernicus has access to, his own private lounge area. Um, If you prefer to go to some of the other floors, other desires of yours could be fulfilled. That'll be okay. We're mostly... (laughs) (laughs) Pig floats over and kind of just starts picking at Rocky like, you're blushing. What wife you don't know, don't hurt her. That makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) I just go towards the doorway. I open it and start walking out. Okay, where do you want to go? Towards the upper levels. Um... Where's As you start to going? take a step up to that upper level, you feel a sharp pain shooting through your wristband. Hmm. It feels like electricity. Chris, <laughs> what happened? upstairs. What happened? It hurts. Like a good hurt or like a not so good nope, hurt? Nope, nope, It's like a elven hurt. Like you're going to die if you go up <laughs> any further. Ah. Uh, the, the good hurt is on the fourth floor. Mm. Write that down. Write that down. And, and he kind of gives you a wink. 
whips and chains and all, you know. So, <laughs> I thought you said there was no weapons. Different kind of weapon. What's on the upper floors? I thought I was looking for a restroom. There's a restroom on this floor. Oh, I must have walked past it into the wrong direction. We have security measures. It's not a problem. The the penthouse suite is up there. The owner of the establishment lives on the upper floor. Actually, the upper two floors. You need two floors, he's a big guy. Well, he likes them. I don't, I don't know. I don't ask or question Tormon. He pays me a more than fair wage. I do what he asks. Well, since we have his brother's tickets, would we maybe be able to go up there and meet him before the show? You know, meet this famous guy? Oh, no one goes up to the upper floor except for Tormon. And sometimes special guests. I feel like we are the special guests. Like special, special guests? Of the carnal variety. Write that down, too. The cardinal like the bird? We'll talk later. (laughs) Rocky, I'm the dumb one of the group. (laughs) Cardinal like a bird? He also does some business up there from time to time. Mm. Hmm. Wonderful. Um, well, maybe do you guys want to check out the lounge area he was telling us about? That couldn't hurt. Yeah, very well. No dinner then. We'll be back. Oh, I didn't. Oh, just sorry. We can have dinner. Just, When's yeah, the show? See it. Yes. Yeah. Very well. And he and you, uh, one of the wait staff escorts you through the door that you came in down a not very long hallway into another very nice set of double doors and you go in and there's this big almost like an ottoman in the middle of it it's round it's got like red velvety material on the on the surface of it and there's like a couch that kind of goes all the way around the room so it looks sort of like a donut but it's it's huge it's probably 20 feet in diameter um it doesn't look like there's any other ways in or out of this facility, and there is a small bar that kind of goes along the wall when you first come in. It's got different types of champagnes and, and wines on it, um, and it's very much a, a private room. On our way to that room, did we notice any wait staff going up to the upper levels? Mm-mm. Uh Copernicus had this room met to his specifications, he likes to watch. I don't like it here very much. Um, while this is all going on, um, I'm going to put uh, false life and mage armor on myself. Um, you notice that you can't cast spells. <laughs> what about me? I already had mage armor on. Did it? Do it I... didn't dissipate what you had on you. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> You can't cast spells. Nope. Anti-magic field. Um, anti-magic Something field. Something tells me it's in the wristbands. Oh, it's actually the entire building. It's an anti-magic field. Hmm. <laughs> well, are we, like, maybe a little bit alone since it's his private room? The wait person's still there, because you said you just wanted to see it. Yeah. Well, we can go back to yeah. the uh, dining hall if there's nothing to see in here. So... Sorry, I'm all the way <laughs> far away. Um, is this, like, this room, do we get, like, a different view of the show? He said he likes to watch. Oh, yes. Uh, feel free to close the door. 
and he closes the door and the room seems to expand. Um, the couch that was encompassing the entire room seems to turn more into a U shape and it feels like the room glides out and you're able to get a, a pretty much uh, an area where you're assuming the stage will be on the dance floor area. It's sort of above the dance floor. You didn't notice it when you came in because of all the lights and, and the sky and stuff. But you're able to see the actual... You can look down and see the dance floor and then you see the stage. And nobody sees us. Nope. Not that you can tell. Wow. The secret uh, is extra dimensional space. Mm, that's like the secret 96% of the time. Most it's of the hilarious. Time, yeah. It <laughs> I know. You're like... You like try to figure it out, and then you're like, "No, he's just—he's not from here. Popped in, left again." We have certain security measures in place. There have been assassination attempts. Hmm. You'll have that. I—I I think anybody in power or money. Mm. Exactly, power, money—the things we deal in every day. <laughs> <laughs> Go get a grateful pawn. Yes, yes, <laughs> and we're back. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to continue to hang out here, or do you want to go back to the to the banquet hall? I would like to grab a bottle of champagne. Absolutely, yeah. I don't open it yet. No, you don't have to. Yeah, it's on the house. I grab you are it. Copernicus I guest. It by it's, my side. It's uh, how, may I ask how you know Copernicus? Business. Fair. He Business does a fair deal. And. This is some sort of reward? Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a... A celebration yeah. for completing um, some missions. Interest I projects. Use. I like it. That's missions was a bad word. Projects. Gift <clears throat> of gab is a spell that I would like to be able to have someday. Gift of gab, yeah. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Uh, what even is that? Fit? Well, uh, I won't pry into your business too much. I was just making small talk. I wasn't sure maybe you were celebrities or something. Um, <laughs> do you have the... This wristband kind of hurts a little bit. Do you have the power to take this thing off? Not if you don't want to be yanked from here. But nobody else is wearing wristbands downstairs. Mm, it's because we are from this plane. Oh. Interesting. Mm. It's, an, it's an interesting enchantment. Cool. So this is like a whole other plane of existence? In a manner of speaking, yes. So you can you leave? I can. Can you leave? Like, yes, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> well, you get yanked somewhere else. It's a security precaution. I believe him. It keeps you out of the areas you're not supposed to be in and makes sure that people who aren't supposed to be here aren't. That's pretty good security. Well, it was very... Expensive to implement. Was that like, um, it's like a generator or something that keeps it running? Magic. Magic generator. Magic generator. So, how soon is the main performance going to happen? Oh, shortly, I'm assuming. We can get you back to the banquet hall. You can enjoy some food and watch the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're almost there. Do you, can you give access to other floors? You can have access to any of the floors below this one. I'm saying, like, uh, up to... What's his name's room? You're awfully curious about the upper floor. <laughs> I was about to say. Can I ask why? 
I've never, I, I mean, I've never met the guy before. I just oh, I'm sure you'll meet him tonight. Okay, where, so where? here's the thing, and I wasn't going to call him out on it, but so you know how I can f- fly. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's really jealous. And so he's always trying to get like the upper view on things. It's really weird. I don't really understand. I'm just saying, I know it feels weird. It is. We just don't talk about it. Uh, he could have the Simic augment wings for him. Oh my God. Why haven't we thought of that, guys? We've been talking about this forever. Yeah, well, I was going to get my hog horns in and, you know, get Tuscan and. If you really want wing, we can get maybe they'll give us a two for one special or something like that. I like it. I'm listening. Hey, you think dinner's ready? And pig starts flying back to the I'm other. I'm sure at least the first part of it is. Yeah, let's go. I'm I got hungry. another bottle of champagne. You got it. There's two unopened. And I'm like, I'm bottling this with me. Pig is just I'm like tired of regular water. This is horrible. Pig is just like flapping the feathers as much as possible, which is just like spins and so flips. So the mushrooms and... kick the <laughs> Yeah, uh, 100%. These lights look sick right now. So uh, you go back into the VIP banquet hall, and there's a an absolute just massive amount of different types of food on the table currently. This is just the first course. Um, it's about every type of... Uh, Vegetable, fruit, bread. Uh, mo- there's multiple different types of rolls, biscuits, butter, um, different types of greens. Mm, bread. Uh, the first course has started for a well-balanced diet. You know, it's important. Get a little roughage in there. Um, the soup will be out next. Enjoy. Thank so, you. What's Copernicus's brother's name again? Tormund. 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 Ham? Something like that. I think that's what I have right now. So uh, as, as you are taking your seats, the double doors fling open again, and you see a very short Cambian come in. Sort of round, a little rotund, look... Looks odd for a Cambian. Looks under tall for sure. Definitely overweight. Um, his hair is not quite slicked back as much as it's sort of bald right here. Um, he has sort of a skullet thing going on. And uh, he's carrying a, a cane as he's walking with a, a Rakdos insignia on the, the top of the cane. You see... Um, two pretty large humans wearing the black suits with the red ties. They look similar to the people that were guarding the door. Not the same guys, but they look similar in that sort of build. You can tell that they're some type of bodyguards. Um, you see him, he's, he's talking around, like, pointing at the wait staff, like, hey, hey, guy, hey, you're doing great job. And he's kind of going around and, like, patting people on the leg because he can't really reach up to their butts, most <laughs> of them, and, uh, or patting them on the back. Um, everyone seems genuinely happy to see the guy. They don't seem fearful of him or anything. Um, he starts making his way with a uh, couple of guards towards your table. He's got a smile on his face. He doesn't really seem imposing or threatening at all. Do I recognize him? Nope. Hmm. So, this is my brother's guess. 
It's wonderful to meet you. Oh, this is Torman. This is Torman. <laughs> oh, boy. So, they're like complete opposites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like, you see the movie Twins? It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> what? This is Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Whose brother are you again? I'm I'm Copernicus's brother. I own this establishment. My name is Tormund Showstopper. Ah. Uh, that was your birth name. Who cares? It's, it's perfect. Now. Okay. Well, that'd be cool. Can I be Scrisnet Showstopper? No. <laughs> well, you asked, and that's is all you can really one show about there, it? There's, there's only one Showstopper besides me, and that's Rakdos. Um, so I only got one question. Do you? <laughs> Do you really? Typically, no. There's more than one. How do you get to your f- <laughs> different daddy or different mama? Same dad. Same you look, mom. You look nothing like your brother. I'm special. Wow. Jesus. My mom always said I was special. And she's right. I have all the talent. I mean, you're a showstopper, of course. I am a showstopper. A lot. I'm probably the best musician in Ravnica. Bet. I don't know. So do you take apprenticeships? Sometimes. <laughs> Have we got a show for now you? Now is our chance. <laughs> or are you willing to take on an apprentice? Currently, no. Oh. So who's your current, current apprentice? Because I'm not sure he's... Uh, I, don't, I don't currently have an apprentice. But eventually, yes, I'll be looking for a new apprentice. We're setting up some new shows, getting ready for the end of the year. I'm just a very busy person. It's a lot to run this place. Well, we could save you a bunch of tasks of having to find an apprentice uh, because we have one here with us. Listen, I know you're not here for an apprenticeship. (laughs) Not me personally, no. But you're here because my brother sent you. So why don't you just cut to the chase and just tell me what it is that you want? Let's Let's just stop the ruse. You're not in any trouble. Okay. If Copernicus vouched for you, we don't always see eye to eye, but he is still my brother. Okay. I'll tell you the truth. Not after being here. I want the name Showstopper. That kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Skriz- King Skriznet Showstopper. Wait, wait, wait. You're a king? King's like way better than most things. Yeah? I don't have a club like this yet. I mean, you keep working harder. You're the king, right? Well, if you if you apprentice underneath the best, one day you will be the best. I'm not saying no forever. I'm just saying no right now. Mm. I feel like you know why we're here. I have an inkling, but I want to make sure. Rocky's never had a... A tuxedo before we wind up dressing up. That's not where I thought you were going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pig was about to press the button for the fourth floor. Oh, no, yeah, that, that, tuxedos. Um, So, you know your brother, so you understand his... I know that he was recently brought on to something called the Order of the Guild Pact. I know that. Right. They asked me... I'm way too busy. Understandable. This place is insane. I make a lot of money. Yeah, I can imagine. And I love when people lead with that. That yeah. is a yeah. good personality <laughs> a trait. A lot of money. Then could you imagine the trouble you can get into at this place? Oh, my God. Hey, it wasn't easy establishing this place. You know, I don't know if you know anything about the history of the Rakdos, but they're not known exactly for their 
control sometimes with with an entertainment. I want to bring good entertainment, non dangerous entertainment. I know you're. I can already tell me saying that you're already bored with what I'm saying, but there's definitely a market for it. That's what we were originally for to entertain. But somewhere along the line, it got lost, and now we're all trying to impress Ractos, and they think the violence is the way to get there. No, no, I'm digging your ways, man. Hey, danger is fine. A hint of danger I in mean, any I show I like blowing shit up and all that, but if you don't survive it, how are you supposed to keep doing it? How are you supposed to keep doing yeah. it, right? I'm digging it, man. So, right. uh, apprenticeship, yeah. Got this going? I told you. Not right now. <laughs> so what is it exactly that you want from me? I'm here for a good time. Well, I hope so. I've danced. Got a free dinner. Free tickets. I mean, I'm living my dream. I hope you don't have to pay all that back. <laughs> well, we can't pay for this? <laughs> no. no, we'll be fine. No, we'll be fine. He didn't specify one bit. Um, no, he's we'll be not. Right. We'll be alright. So. He can take a joke. Uh, what feelings do we got coming off this? Make an insight. Yeah, can I yeah. roll for Can we all make one? Insight. Shit. Who's been talking to him the most? Don't say your scores. Chris uh, has been talking to him the most. Okay, can I um, be like flying next to Scrizz and um, be like, oh, what do we think? Oh, and you you want to assist. I want to, yeah, give him a... I well, I can either cast guidance or I can give him the help action, whatever. You can give him help. Sense. He can't cast guidance. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, can't I can't cast magic. Yeah. No magic. Cool. Then I'll give him the. Um, so you'll get advantage on the roll. No. Oh, I got it. I don't have anything to inside. I don't think. And I rolled the same roll back to back. Nice. I hope it was good. That's fourteen. That's pretty good. I got a sixteen. Also pretty good. Nineteen. Ooh. Also pretty good. Sounds like we're not hitting 15. that magic 20. <laughs> I don't think it would have been Anyone super that rolled helpful more than roll. 13, you get the impression that he's a very straight-to-business kind of guy. Doesn't seem like he's leading you astray or being dishonest in any way. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I feel like we just... Let's just... Uh, so we've been doing these small missions for the Guild Pact, and one of them was to come to your nightclub. Now, here's the deal. We never really know specifically what we're here to do. And we've kind of made it a point to, and I'm not like trying to be deceptive. I think we've actually done this in every place we've been. We kind of make it a point to check in when we first get there. We've kind of realized guns a-blazing is not the way to interact here because we're not exactly sure what we're doing yet. I know this doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense to me. And plus we're tired of dragging bodies back out of the situation. Um, you have information. Blackmail information? Do I? That's what we've been told. Allegedly, as they say. Did they tell you who this information was about? Nope. No, but I'm willing to make a trade. Like we said, we are 
we've come to the understanding that we're not really getting all the information from anyone. So we are here to collect information just as much as we are to provide information if it can be a symbiotic relationship. Get it? I see what you did there with the mushrooms. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you. I got one word. Diabetes. And I, and, and I mean, if you do have information, I'm willing R. to R.I.P. Loretta Lynn. I, I, it ha- wasn't I, diabetes, I have no but. doubt that you're being honest about what you're saying. I just... What you're asking me to give you was given to me in great confidence that I would keep it safe. True. I mean, you can trust us. But it was my friend. And other than my brother, it's one of the only friends I've ever had. Oh, your brother, your friend, asked us to get this information. No, no, no. The friend who gave it to me. My brother is my brother. He's my brother. He'll always be my brother. But to have a friend outside of your blood relations, I don't have many of those. Not what I would call a true friend. And he gave this to me in the strictest of confidence. So I need to know where it's going to go. It's going to go from this ear and out this ear. But in between... Your brother will know about it. <laughs> in between. We, we uh, are so, not trying to use this information for any sorts of misdoings or anything. Uh, we're tasked with this job from your so brother. you're going to take this information and you're going to do what with it? Tell your brother and forget about it. You're going to tell my brother? I mean, I don't know what the information is. I didn't read it. It's a bunch of papers. It's in a, it's in a, it's in a little box. But you know who it's about. I know who it came from. Who did it come from? Draven Bay. <laughs> oh, hell, we've heard that name a lot of times now. Man, that's this guy is, just keeps popping up. Um, well, how, how close were you to this, this, this so-called friend of yours? He was one of the only friends I had. And when was the last time you spoke to him? It's been a few weeks. We have news of his passing. He's dead. Unfortunately. Yeah. What do you mean he's dead? Who killed him? Madame Madrid. Like on purpose? I think it was an accident. There was like, it was just, it was. <laughs> Honestly, everywhere. it was like, a lot was, of people. There was like seven to 12 other people that were. Yeah, in like that. just fast dead, too. Oh, like, right, yeah, right, I know. I was. Crossfire, my ass. That was a full. Yeah, that's, it was kind of direct fire. Uh, we found some nice barrels. I mean, she aimed it at him. Oh. It just hit 15 other people. True story. I went down, too. <laughs> and that's how he got his mind, Mark. How did you meet this person? That's not how that happened. He, uh, he came into the establishment a couple of times, and I don't know. We just hit it off like kindred spirits. He tends to do that with a lot of people. Um, charming, man. Charming. It wasn't even really about charm. It's... He didn't seem like he wanted anything from me. Most people that come in here that want to talk to me, they want something from me. They want that, I don't know, clout. I met Tormin. I hung out with Tormin. I drank with Tormin. You know, he probably didn't want anything from you, but... No, he never asked me for anything. The person he works for probably does. I don't know them personally. 
but I do know that they hold a lot of power. Believe me, it's weird. How long ago did he die? Was well, this like recent? Four days ago, something like that. I don't know. However, long, <laughs> however long that is, I have not had. Track. I have not had this information long. He showed up about. Uh, it's been maybe two weeks ago, and he was a little off. You see, Tormund actually like pull up the one head chair, and he actually sits down, and uh, he goes, "Hey, hey, everybody! If you're on the pay, get out." Even his bodyguards leave. You can stay. He hasn't hired you yet. <laughs> you don't get paid an apprenticeship. You yeah. get paid with yeah, knowledge. Well, so you're awfully hurt for the day. They, uh, they all, they all leave. <laughs> the two guards, you can kind of tell that they are probably standing outside the door. Um, but everyone else has left the room. You are now private. The wall goes back to being a wall. The the roof or the ceiling in this room goes back to being an actual ceiling. It's like all the enchantments have faded out. Now that we are alone, I feel a little bit more comfortable talking about these things. There's a lot of ears in Ravnica. It's true. I got to. He came in a couple of weeks ago. He was feeling a little paranoid, I guess is the best word for it. And I'd never seen him like that before. I never really even knew exactly what it was that he did. He just said he was an information broker. I leave it at that. That's what he does. He collects information. I know he was involved with a lot of different things, and he often talked about his boss. He referred to him as his master. He said he was learning a lot from him. But, again, I didn't ask him about his stuff because it's none of my business. But, you know, he shared personal things with me about his life before he was in whatever organization or whatever establishment he was in. And I believed him. Whether they were true or not, I believed him. But this couple of weeks ago, it was he said that he was being followed. He knows he was. And that someone was going to kill him. And I didn't believe it. This guy was like a shadow. He could get in anywhere. He could creep up next to you in, a, in, a, in an empty room and you'd never see him. So for someone that can move like that, to be afraid of something out in the world coming to get him, it had to be serious. So he brought in this box. He said it had a bunch of information in it. He says, they want what I have. Don't let it fall into the wrong hands. I'm trusting you. You have the most secure building, the most secure place in all of Ravnica, which is probably true. Um, um, and now he's dead. So I'm sure being in the same guild, you know, Madame Madrid. Yeah. I heard she's looking for you. Uh, so, uh, instead of apprenticeship, do you just have like a, a, a scallion job open? I can just work in the kitchen I mean, and she's all the I mean, she's a recruiter. She's a low-level recruiter. She tries to find talent, various talent throughout. Well, her... I've heard like, some scary shit about that lady. I've, I feel like I'm betraying her saying this to you. But being from the same guild, I feel like I, her name has come up a lot with the uh, new, new, the new order, new order, new, I new world order. Yes, yes, that's it. Um, Have you heard of this new world order? Uh, before you can answer, um, I'll reach into my side jacket pocket. I'll pull out the letter. Um, I have. 
and I'll set the document on the table and slide it to towards him. What's this? Um, something I found from the Belheim Church. Yeah, what is it? You can show us this. <laughs> yeah, they seem. You guys seem surprised. You've never. You saw him pick up something, but you weren't sure what it was. Yeah. I got it from the church. You, you, you were there. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Are you just um, sharing it now? Yeah, I, I wanted to make sure I got the right people. You know, you report to people. I report to people. We mind our own. Um, it has a lot of these names we're talking about. It has Draven Bay on it. Talks about the New World Order and everything. I mean, can you decipher this? I mean, is this maybe a note that's supposed to kind of go with all the other stuff? Uh, I mean, maybe. But I can't. I mean, I didn't open the box. I don't know what's in it. Well, I think it might be time to open the box. Well, I was going to say <laughs> what's in the that, box? but if this truly is the most safest establishment, I trust you with Well, it. how powerless do you feel here now? Well, um, I don't feel as strong. I feel like an ant could bite me and yeah. I die. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a little intimidating. Well, besides the fact that you'd never make it out of the building if anything happened to me. I wouldn't want to fight you, but... I think we're it's, just it's pretty it. safe here, I think. Yeah, we're just kicking it off. But I want you to have this note. Keep it safe. I may come back for it one day. Did you all know Draven Vey? In passing. Um, well the guy I was hunting I thought was somebody else and it turned out to be Draven Vey. I don't know how he's mixed up in all of this, but again, I didn't ask him what he does. And Madame Madrid, she's not a good person. She's a she's an evil person. She didn't even care to burn all those people alive. Yeah, she killed uh, close to twelve. A lot of people. One of the people from my my squad that came to help keep the peace there first you day asked out. Originally, why he came to this establishment, and I didn't tell you everything at first because I wanted to see how forthcoming you were going to be with me, and you've been honest. So I'll tell you a little bit more. He was here looking for Madame Medri, more specifically, information on Madame Medri. Trying to keep up with uh, something, some rumors going on about missing children. What kind of missing children? Like from a certain guild or a certain race of children? He said that it had to do something with her and more specifically missing children, but there were some missing teenagers and missing adults too. He was told that he was supposed to get to the bottom of it and see if he could get any information about this. I never did quite piece exactly what that had to do with anything, but considering that, uh, you know, she's one of ours. Not one of his, but one of ours. I knew that she was a recruiter, but, and she's a little kooky. I've met her a couple of times, but I would have never thought kidnapper. Yeah, that's pretty serious. I mean, how did you That's get mixed up with her? She saves Grizz's life. In what way? I mean, you don't have to talk about it if it... No, no. We've been together for years now. It's been like four or five days. Goblin days go a little bit longer. Oh my god, I was thinking it was years too. I mean, I'm not really sure how long the year is, but. I mean, if I get another dad look from Rocky. Um. I was displaced from the Izzet. 
in a misguided project and I came up in a, uh, the middle of a Radkos party it was supposed to be a displacement bomb and I was a test attendant so you weren't kidnapped in any way mm, no Skriznit was relieved. So you were with Madame Madri. Yes. And Madri found me. Did you ever see anything weird? People go missing. People, People there go, one day and not the next. People go missing all the time. So this does happen. Skriznit don't pay attention to it. And I bet you she told you something along the lines of, oh, they went home. Madame Madrid is the only one that ever showed anything towards Skriznet. Any feelings, any remorse, any... This seems like a whole lot of information that I don't necessarily want to know. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you. I pop open one of the bottles of champagne and start (laughs) chugging it. Like I said, Draven Bay was here. He was looking for information on Madame Madri. He didn't say exactly what he was going to do if he found her or where she was at, but he was very interested in her operation. Something about missing children, missing people. That's all he really told me. That's why he started coming here a lot. Over the course of that, we became friends. But I hadn't seen her in the establishment in a really long time. I mean, I'm talking years. And then he dropped this stuff off, and now you're saying she killed him. That can't be a coincidence. Maybe the information he dropped off is related to her. What if this wasn't an accident? I can almost assure you that it wasn't, because we were all there. We saw it with our own eyes. Yeah, there was a bunch of fire that went off, but there was a middle point of that fire, and it seemed like she was looking at him. As far as I can see. You see me kind of like gives a little shiver that... That's a scary bitch. Now, Draven trusted you with this information do the right thing. We are working. He did tell me to do the right thing with it. He said I would know. You know your brother's different than you, and that I, I think he's trying to do the right thing with how he works within the guilds. I respect my brother. I don't always agree with him. We don't see eye to eye. He's, he's lost his way a little, but he's not really in it for the entertainment anymore. That's your... Does your um, class ability work in here? As long as it's not magical when you're casting a spell, yep. I don't know that it's magical. I know it takes an action to do. I think it's just part of who you are. So you're talking about my divine sense? Yeah, I mean, see, this guy's alignment. Because it wasn't... I think Copernicus was... Was it evil? I don't remember. Like lawful evil, I think. I wrote no, it, it I, don't, I think it just says... It doesn't tell you if it's... Uh, I don't no, think no, it said... It just says evil. Fiend. Because if we can figure evil. out... Like, if these guys are, like, actually polar opposites, we might not want to give the information to someone. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to get that information for you. And you can choose to do with it what you want. Maybe you look at it. Maybe you just hand it over. Because I'm sure that they probably told you not to look at it. They didn't specify not to, but it's not really our place to look at it. it was implied, though, right? 
There's a lot of implied things with them. He gets the box, brings it back here. We take a look at it. We read through some of the documents. We can keep our mouth shut. Take it back if we feel like it's safe to well, get most back. Most of us can. Then we're good. You know? Here's the thing. I don't think we can know who the information is about. Officially. Because we have to go back to the guild pack. But if you find out more about what it actually says and leave out key information. We just can't lie. We can't lie. But if they ask us... Well, it's called redirecting your words. Then you have to tell. If you hold back, that's lying. What, Uh, What if you read it and you felt something that needed to be told, be told. If not, we'll go back and say we weren't able to retrieve it, which is, is not a lie because we don't have it. How about I'll read it and I just don't go into the guild pack with you guys. Yeah, that's not suspicious or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that idea. Got lots of I can't talk about it already. You said seven words <laughs> our whole time. It's really good at keeping a secret. That's true. I am probably the best secret keeper here. How much time do you have before the show starts? I run the establishment. They'll wait on me. Yes, our show starts here pretty soon. Yeah, you should probably get warmed up. Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) Would you be able to look at the information and see if it is something that could be potentially harmful for many people? I mean, I know you haven't read it yet, um, but if it is, I don't know, implicating maybe some people within this this guild or some dirty people on on a board that are trying to drive this new world order. Well, he was my friend, and he told me to do what I felt was the right thing to do with it, just in case something happened to him. I'm willing to help you out with this. He was a secretive guy, but he was a good person, I think, deep down. I think he wanted I think he thought he was at least trying to do the right thing. And it got him killed. And that's sort of the way it always is though. Sounds about right. You see him like uh he sort of moves his hand and it looks like this hole appears in front of him and he reaches his hand in and he grabs this box. Oh, we could have gone to that. <laughs> and uh, he sits on the table and he waves his hand and the hole disappears. It's handy, you know. Sometimes I leave something important in there. <laughs> Ooh, a snack. There's no going back, though. This could be dangerous for all of us. Even he said that. Well, there's never any going back. It's only really forward that you can go. Hell, I've already died once. I'll die again. Once? Got him! (laughs) You know, I've made it a really big point in my life to go anywhere but backwards, so... All right. I'll fill now. And worst comes worst, you can go back to the Izzet. So, he, uh... What the fuck, (laughs) you soul? (laughs) You can go back to the Izzet? 
You go back to the graveyard. Hey, can we see what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? What's in the box? He uh he opens the, he takes the box lid off. Um, it's not locked or magically sealed in any sort of way. Just a neck issue. And uh, <laughs> inside the box, it's like airwalks. There, there's <laughs> like a couple scrap pieces of paper from what you can see, and there looks to be uh like a water stained, very heavily used. It looks like a diary of some type. Um, so he's kind of flipping through it and he's looking through the little scraps of paper and he's looking at the paper that you threw on the counter or on the table. Maybe that paper was a piece of paper. And he's like, this is really heavy guys. Does it have to do with anything like corruption? Yeah, it has everything to do with corruption. Who? It's a whole bunch of theories, right? It's a whole bunch of theories. Apparently my friend, but no proof. Just theories. Uh, there is some evidence in here. Dates and stuff, but it's hard to gather evidence. It's more of a what you see or what you hear, right? Um, anything about bombs? Yeah, there's a lot of information here about bombs. New World Order? The, is it? Uh, yeah, is it? To mention Boris? More specifically about a teleportation bomb. <laughs> Snakes, serpents. <laughs> Oddly enough, there's only a, maybe one mention. I mean, I didn't read every single solitary page, but he he does mention something about a serpent being on the move, and he has a question mark by it, like maybe he didn't figure that out. My friend looks like he's been busy. Are you okay with us coming back for... Intermittent visits. Um, I mean, maybe. You have a reason to come back? This mission failed. We didn't get any information. From what I understand here. But we come back to maybe... Follow up. We can discuss that. After our concert. We're all, we're all probably now in danger. If anyone knows that I know this, then I'm going to tell you because I feel it's important. And then you're all going to definitely be in danger. Yeah. See, uh, I have the protection of this, but you. what do you have, right? You can't live here. That's you true. only live once. You might as well enjoy it. Um, not necessarily. It's not live twice. <laughs> so my friend, Nine lives. he never really says exactly who it is that he's working for. Even in his little journey, he refers to him as the master. Uh, he refers to him as the great shadow sometimes. He refers to him as he without a face. But then he also refers to someone who's dead. I don't know, I don't know this name. Does the name Sadek mean anything to any of you? What is it? Sadek. Can I make a history check? Yeah. Does it mean anything? History check for me? Sure. Do you care? Absolutely not. You can absolutely. I got an eight. No, screws don't care. Plus four, too. You have advantage. Okay. Watch it be a one. Twelve. Nine. It was even worse? Yeah. Oh. Can I get. Tripled me? No. <laughs> no. I get tripled. Can I just roll till I get a good number? Can I roll different dice this time? Um, <laughs> You're not using the spin down still, are you? No. Anyone who rolled a 15 or higher. Mm. Who's that? In my head. <laughs> Congrats, guy. babe. 
Oh, something else we're not going to know about. starting to pop open the second chapter. The name's a deck. Don't get ready. I'll boop in it. You, you feel like you've heard the name before. <laughs> uh, in Myths and Legends, it was, a, it was a story that the, like uh, the syndicate mm-hmm. used to tell kids about a monster who not only could live off of mm. blood, but could also then be psychically connected to those people. They called him a psychic vampire. He's supposedly ancient, very old, it's and very fair. powerful. But he's just I knew a legend. This person is in real life. <laughs> and according to real legends, oh, he I was, was killed a long time ago. I was kind of hoping it was me. That was my name in my past life. Oh. Yeah. I'm not so Shall you relay this with the party? Um. So the other thing that you do know for sure (laughs) is that the legend said that he was one of the original signers of the Guild Pact. Um, So uh, Sadek was kind of a guy that got teeth. I got teeth too. Yeah, but sharp ones. Sharp. These two are sharp. More vampire. Wait, hold on. Vampire risk. Yeah. Monstrous. Like almost you know myth. vampires. There's vampires with the yeah. doors off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, kind of a myth, like how powerful this guy was, but he's been dead for years. I mean, but maybe he hasn't. Also, the maybe. name was only mentioned a couple of times. Um, as far as the person without a face, the shadow, you don't think it's the same person. It seems as if Draven Vey was working for the shadow person, this this person without a face, this person with no identity. Have I heard of that person before, or at least that name You've, before? I will say 100% that you have heard that term. And, okay. and maybe they're trying to summon him back to life? But only you. Like somebody so powerful, I mean, you would want to bring him back to New World Order. So, apparently... Draven was looking for Madame Madri. He has this in his notes. There was a whole bunch of money being changed hands. A lot of that money was coming from the Orzov Syndicate. More specifically, it mentions the Belheim family. They were paying money to for these people for some reason. We're not sure. She was taking that money and using it to fund the Izzet. For these experiments with teleportation bombs. That's what I'm seeing here. I mean, it all... It all what? <laughs> like, just... I'm saying it. Scrizz and it's like... Fucking betrayed me. The rest of the money that the Belheims were, 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 were getting from these people that were being sold or... I'm not sure what they... He doesn't know exactly where they were going or what was happening to them. Um was being given to someone with the name of Tauros. Tauros. Who was getting (laughs) given to Tauros? Some of the money that the Belheims were taking was being given to not only the Izzet, but the Belheims. That's what they were embezzling money for. That's what it says on this ledger, at least from what I can tell. They were actually taking money not only from their normal things, but they were laundering money so to speak at least. have we heard of Taurus before yes yeah he's, isn't he a guild leader no 
No. Was I wrong? Like, I'm trying to think. I, I know I've heard the name. You've heard the name. I, I've definitely heard the, order. the name. Yeah, but I was like... Okay. Yeah, there's, 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 the there's mention of this new world order, of corruption from within. Um, it specifically mentions the Boros. It mentions the Izzet. And it mentions the Ratatos. It also mentions the Orzov. Apparently, they have agents, this new world order, and this something with Sadak. They have agents within those four guilds. It doesn't say who the agents are, does it? Oh, it specifically mentions that it's Madame Madri, Tauros, uh, I'm not sure, Skraznit? No, that can't be right. No, Skraznit is the scientist. He's not necessarily part of this, but they were funding his research. They want these teleportation bombs. It's how they plan on taking out any political opposition. I feel like a dark mood has come over Skriznit. Yeah, it says in here that he has theories that they were planning on assassinating all of the guild leaders and taking over. All of them. With these teleportation bombs. That's pretty scary. Yeah, I'd say so. Do you know anything about this New World Order? Have you heard of them before? Has anyone I mean, ever... there were whispers. No one's approached you about joining it? You're a powerful man. Nope. Do, do, do we think that Skraznik could be at the Is it Lab? Where the elemental thing kind of like got out? Are it's... you fucking stupid? Of course it's him. <laughs> I just asked if he was there. Not if it was That's him. exactly where he is. And that's exactly where we're going. Why are you so angry? Nope. Yeah. You want to see angry? So you're not angry? <laughs> no, this is not angry. <laughs> I don't know. I said Skrasna and you lost nope. your Nope. <laughs> he seems angry. I take another. Just yeah. start chugging on the Hey, shit. you know the name you keep saying over and over? Think about it for a second. Why does he not like that name? It sounds similar to maybe another name. His name's Skrasna. Yeah. Totally oh my god. <laughs> I mean, do tell. You're the only one that needs telling, sweet you cheeks. Tell, like, what's... I throw the, the champagne bottle at him. Roll for damage. I'll try to dodge it. Okay, okay. yeah. Plus, it's your AC. I got a 15. What, is it there like a. A range it's, it's just a, it's just a range attack. Yeah. He hits me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so this bottle shatters you. on your face. Whoa, there's some hostility here. <clears throat> I'm not gonna have to bounce you, fellas, am I? No, that won't be necessary. But, this is uh, some heavy stuff. Yeah. I. Uh, hey. I'm not sure. We should trust anybody outside of this room with this information. I already don't want to know that I know this. I would be very careful who you let about, up here I'm not telling anyone. Mm-mm. So, Skriz, I, I'm, I, we don't have to talk about anyone in particular, but if a relation of yours... Is going to die? Well, obviously, sweetheart, I know that part. Established, we'll check it off. But do we think that he already had that technology to give? He was pretty close. I was part of the testing. So you think they already have it? They're pretty close. How 
how Madame Madri found me. I was a test subject in a teleportation bomb. So do you... you I'm confused. They don't so know she that was it working. Worked. She was but working I'm guessing with she, your they dad. They do know if Madri found me in the, the square where it went off. Yeah, it sounds like no coincidence that she's the one that found you. Oh. Hmm. All the dots are connecting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so wait. The dots connect and it makes that one... That uh, thing that went off in the thing square wasn't from Madame Madri. That was a oh, teleportation bomb? Thing. <laughs> no, that, that was Madame Madri. Okay. That's how I was found by Madame Madri. So... So they were working together so the whole parents, time used me. Madri used me. Which one of you next is going to use me? Um, I'm going to be honest. Probably going to be me. <laughs> not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. I have people I'm trying to kill. You like killing people? I might use you to help me kill people. Hey, hey, Scrizz. I'm not really sure why we let Elvin talk first. I think we should speak it's as a group about like, that later. We keep his um, voice. It just like kind of like comes out first. It's kind of Scris, not really our choice. You are your own goblin. No one here is going to make you do anything. You are a part of our team. And we make decisions together. I'm sorry that they hurt you. It's not fair. You didn't do it. But if you think that he's already sold this technology, then we may have to move faster than we thought. You notice that Rocky is awfully quiet. <laughs> Are there any other names in that box? And um, Oh, you think we're moving on? That's cute. <laughs> since That's I didn't cute. write them all down, can I um, ask if any of like the council's names are within the box? Is like um, um, collaborators or anything? They say uh, – it says something about – it does mention the Order of the Guild Pact. It mentions he who sits in the empty chair. There was no one sitting in that chair, though. Oh, mm -hmm. someone sits in it. Not that we can uh, see. Scrizz? Can I talk to you? Hopefully. Um, Scrizz walks away from him. <laughs> um, Pig flies over to Rocky's face and kind of just slides his glasses down his nose a little bit and looks at him and goes, You know... In these official kind of settings, you usually have more to say, but you're being so quiet and, you know, Scrizz is kind of going through it right now. I'm just a little confused as to what you're not telling us while we're all here being honest. <laughs> Number one, don't yell at me. Excuse me? Oh, I'll yell at you if I want to yell at you. Top scariest videos, number one. <laughs> you just see, like, mushrooms start popping right out all over. Like, uh, like she is trying to be controlled right now. 
not intending to wild shape, but I, because I don't know if that's a magic procedure or not, but even if I can't. It's part of a natural, it's like, it's magical, but it's not a spell. Yeah, so I start kind of swelling up and uh, my mushrooms pop out. Well, it seems that Skriz's father is not the only father involved in this new world shit. And Rocky the mushrooms kind of shrink down a little bit. I've never heard Daddy. Rocky curse before. <laughs> Thanks for yelling at me about it. It's not hard enough to go through. I feel like you guys should have named your group Daddy Issues. <laughs> Lucky for you, I got all these daddy issues. Um, yeah, so Pig immediately shrinks down and goes over and sits on his shoulder and goes, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm new to family uh, dynamics. Um, so which one's your father? That would be Tauros. Mm. Makes sense. He's most likely the reason that the ogres we fought were fighting so well. They were using a lot of the same tactics that we're trained in battle camp. <laughs> Does anyone else have a secret daddy that we should know about? Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Aaron's loving this right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I haven't seen mine in over 50 years. Uh, my parents are dead. I take after my father dead. Scrizzle's oh. dad will be dead, sir. So wait a minute. So your dad is training a bunch of ogres? Yeah, to fight a lot better than their barbaric... And- and, and your dad makes these really dangerous bombs that they want to use to kill a bunch of people with. Well, it used to be part of, it was an attendant. And was you were tied up with this whole embezzling scheme somehow. Um, your name's mentioned in here too, by the way. Uh, oh, damn! Hey! He's part of the new order! <laughs> <laughs> Quit killing! More specifically that... This person knew that you were chasing them down thinking that he was someone else. Oh, wow. You're not pretty slick, are you? Stealth's not his forte, I guess. Oh, now we're going to get the stare down? I'll do stare down, too. I mean, your beautiful bird friend is not mentioned in here. Um, Before you start targeting me, why don't you become a better test subject? Um, oh, jeez! <laughs> so, you're like, I don't have my... Do you want me to hold you back? Like, pretend like you want me to hold you back a little bit? I grab another bottle, the other empty bottle, and throw it at him. Go for it. <coughs> He's got to get a black eye one. over I here. I got Can two. I be ready for this one? <laughs> he, he got, he got, he a got two, two. So just don't roll so bad. I'm, I kind of start holding him back. <laughs> <laughs> it's smashing you in the side of your back head. You dodge out of the way, and it bounces off and hits you in the back of the head. That's awesome. Wow. This game's rigged. Um, and I wasn't chasing anybody. I mean, uh, the embezzlement scheme. Teleport my foot up your ass. I, I was not a part of it. I walked in on them doing some kind of transaction, and then they killed me. Now I'm back. Well, clearly you walked in on something you wasn't supposed to find out about. They probably didn't want anybody to know about this money, that they were funding the this secret military guy, and then this guy's scientist thing. I'm not sure what the... The people 
I'm not sure what the Madame Madrid and the kidnapping of people is for. Maybe for experimentations with the teleportation bombs. I don't know. Maybe they need to test subjects to drive them. Well, they were down. Oh, are, they, are, they, are these Let's bombs not talk driven? About it right now. Huh? Like, do they drive the bombs? Is that how it works? Is it like got a chair or something in it? You said it. They strap you in it. And they were just testing to make and sure they found where it went off. You of. mean someone actually has to sit inside yes. this thing? Someone has to sit in there and press the levers and stuff. Yes. That sounds like that's really bad for the person that goes inside. No shit. Well, build a build a damn goblin that comes out the other I'm end. I'm not real good at. Are you, you damn birds are broken and your arms over this way? <laughs> I'm not real good, but I think that that's where all the missing people's going. <laughs> oh, they went down a few test subjects. Not this motherfucker. Listen, I don't want nothing to do with this. This is way above my pay grade. People die over stuff like this. New World Order, guy without a face. That's I'll tell you who's not going to have a face. And Sadek, who is that guy? Well, that's somebody can Sadek my balls because they're about to get it. Tell him, Scrizz. And like, you knew Draven Vey. Did you guys work for the same person or something? Mm. Mm. I wouldn't put it that way. Well, how would you put it? Ooh. Oh, I can't yeah, talk we'll about it. Okay. Well... You're I'd say overall organization. Were you guys friends? Roommates? Cousins? Acquaintances. Your father's brother's hmm. former roommate. So, <laughs> do you know who this man without a face is? I've have heard you of at least heard of him? I have heard of him. And do you work for him? I do not work for him. Not directly, huh? Not directly. Got it. This guy's got lots of secrets. Always. You're, you're telling me. I take it you can't tell people, right? Got it. Probably just as much as Draven could tell you, even if he wanted to. Why not? There's Why? not much he could have told you. This is an honest circle we got going here. He has issues. He has issues. I have issues. What are your issues? Well, I mean, there are these things. They're called unbreakable vows. You know that, right? If you tell anything about it, it can kill you. It's like a fake promise. And it promise. will kill me. I think we can take that risk. <laughs> we can take that risk for you. <laughs> Oh, we got a healer. He's a It might cleric. be something like that. It could be something worse. I don't know. We never know. You know, people people willing to die for a secret. Would you like to be Most people talk, talk, right? You pull a fingernail out, you break a finger, you, you, you smash a couple toes, a kneecap. Keep people will usually start talking to you. People don't like to be hurt. Yeah. Draven had all kinds of scars. And he didn't really strike me as the type that would tell all the secrets. So pull the fingernails you want? I, I can't. I can't so, talk. So when do all your secrets come out? Like, when do we get to know about you? Well, seems that choice isn't mine. I can tell that there's a lot of truth in that statement. You can insight check that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have all this information. What are you going to do with it? Are you giving it to the council? Hell I don't fuck know. Them. It says specifically yeah. in here that Draven did not trust the council. Don't you touch me to this. Which did I find he... odd, because my brother is on the council, and I trust my brother with my life. Did he say why he didn't trust the council? He just said that he felt that there was hidden motives. So, what if... What More if specifically, you're... the person that sits in that tenth chair. He said that the person in the tenth chair actually runs the whole thing. We've never seen... Anyone in the tenth chair? Draven said, "There's someone there." This vampire guy. Was he the tenth member? Like of, when he signed? Uh, uh, was of he what? The, I don't know. I've never heard of his name before. 
Maybe that's the tenth guy. Norbert says we have to go back. But he's dead right now. We don't have to go back, but I do think we should check out the next location to have on this list. You're fucking right. But you know, before we do that, let's blow up the Council of the Guild, <laughs> Guild Packle. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy talk. He says zero words, and now we're blowing things up. Damn. I'm just kidding. That was I mean, it's, it, I it's, say it's that. possible that maybe not everybody on the Order knows about <laughs> these little hidden agendas and stuff. I'm Maybe sh- it's only one person's agenda. Maybe he is sort of influencing them. I don't know. Draven ha- didn't know either. He wasn't sure. But you have a strong feeling that we can trust your brother. I would trust my brother with my life. And he's never been the kind of person to fall to corruption or anything like that? Not, Not power-hungry, money-hungry? That's why he got out of the biz. He said he wanted to do something more noble with his life. I told you, we don't always see eye to eye. Well, maybe we can just relay this information to him. We have heard a time before that there was some sort of suspected corruption within the um, Order of the Guild Pact. The Order of the Guild Pact. It's a relatively new organization. There was never any proof, though. And I don't know how much proof this actually is as suspecting someone. But if it comes up more than once like that, randomly, it's it, it's got to be more than coincidence. Well, it seems pretty weird, right? It's weird. He got killed over it. Your dad's wrapped up in it. Your dad's wrapped up in it somehow. And you seem to know the guy that seemed to know all the other guys. And you said, you and, said the and, gu- and order... We don't know how she fits into this. Yeah. <laughs> you said the order of the guild pack is somewhat new. How new are we talking? It, it hasn't been established more than maybe a year. Up until that point, the Azoria Senate was just absolutely bombarded with all these little small civil cases in these small courts. Their their judges, their minor judges and and their their high judges, they didn't have enough time to listen to everyone's complaints, these little minor squabbles. Oh, he's in my territory. He's doing my thing. Not only that, but the normal people. You know, there's a lot more normal people within Ravnica than there are the guilds. Mm -hmm. And they have problems and issues too, but they still have to go by the laws that have been established. They just don't go by guild law. But the Guild Pact affects everyone. Everyone? Everyone. So, so it's all encompassing. It's it's not just a piece of paper. It's magical. But it, it embodies the guilds, right? It embodies the guilds establishments and what they're supposed to do. What about the ungilded? The ungilded are not held by the Guild Pact. How does one get ungilded? You can't just You just revoke your loyalty yeah. to them. And the Guild Pact, this magical document, knows them? I mean, what if you're lying? I mean, I don't understand the magic behind it. That's way beyond me. But if you if you denounce whatever guild you're with and decide to not be affiliated with any, you would be held by guildless law. You're, you're not held within the same confines of the Guild Pact. I mean, think of it this way. You sit on the chair as a person that is a person of the Guild Pact. But you've already revoked. You're just playing a puppet as sorts. But I mean, think about it. It makes sense, right? This whole New World Order concept, which is mentioned in here a few times. It says that guilds cannot declare open war on other guilds. Everyone knows that. They teach you that when you're you're two years old. But the guildless are not held to the same standards. They're just puppets. 
So, Skrizna could get all the goblins. And we could just take out the Izzet. I think, I think it's a little bit deeper than that. I mean, your dad, is he still part of a guild? Uh, if anyone is guildless, it is that man. And Madame Madri, she could be faking it. It's possible. She ain't gonna really fake it when I'm done with her. She's second on the list now. And so could the Belheims. Do you have any sorts of ways to communicate with your brother that aren't official channels? Yeah, I can talk to him through sending. We have a sending stone. I have one, he has one. We keep in touch, you know? That makes sense. Um, Because maybe with this information, we don't go to the entirety um, of our bosses here and just go to him. Is there any way that... uh, He didn't seem like he had plans to not, but... Any way that maybe well, I mean, you can... he gave you his, his tickets. He doesn't usually miss a masquerade. Oh, he made it seem like he didn't go very often. He must have felt that this was more important. Are you able to By the procure way, another ticket? Ah, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to look great when we're up there on the stage, yeah. <laughs> I've already forgot about... The anger, I'm just kind of <laughs> He's focusing just on yes. getting to play on stage. We're going to be on stage together. <laughs> you be playing. Scrizz will pull out a skin flute. True story. It's a real skin flute. A skin flute. Yes. You're going to pull your pecker out? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's, that's what we used to call it. What? It, it's, a, it's a flute made out of skin. It's your pecker. Packer? Yeah, yeah, you 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 tackle and and uh and and rod, you're uh No, no this. You twigs this and berries. This is what I'm oh. talking about. Oh, that's the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just wait till the seat. We just wait till the seat Elvin's dog. What kind of club do you run here? You people just pour your packers out? Not on this floor. <laughs> we have a floor for that. Um Scrizz would like to see that floor. This floor 3. No, you, no, we're talking. Now or now. I told you. And you've been told. You so, can have anything so you want. So what the hell is this? Uh, that's a gross flute. <laughs> that's that's what that is. Who gave you that thing? What a Madame Madrid's henchman. Can I see it? You can see it all you want. You want to see my skin flute? Yeah. <laughs> all right, I passed so it over he, to uh, So he looks at it and he goes, I don't know that this is skin. It looks sort of like leather to me. Well, I guess it's kind of like skin. Are you sure this is made from skin? She said it was. She's... I think she was just messing with you. <laughs> she... she was laughing, but I thought she was just... Did so... she laugh just like that? <laughs> she... I thought she was just happy to give it away to me. Oh, I bet she was. <laughs> Regifted. Oh. Maybe, maybe it is some sort of skin. It, it, I, I guess it could be... Uh... Gortusk or um, Savage Claw Bears. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's made out of. It does seem to ha- emanate some sort of magical from it, though. Hmm. Like, what kind of magic are you able to tell? Is this... Mm, no, I'm, I, I'm not that kind of... <laughs> what the hell was that? So... Can I play so when tonight when you and me perform? Can I'm I curious. Play it? Have you? I mean, have you ever used the the flute before? One time. And how did it go? It, was it went not great. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, 
better than that. It was, it was better than, better than Scrizna that Carrying time. that around and just listening to you talk, you practice the bardic arts? Yes, I do. Is I'm, music your thing, or...? Mm, uh, I dabble. You seem more like a, like a chatter to me. Uh, somewhat. Like that. You know what? I'm feeling, feeling generous today. You can perform with me on stage. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm ready to go. All right. Oh, oh shit, well, I didn't know about champagne. <laughs> I'm going to put this stuff back in the box, and I never saw any of this. You guys were never here. We were never talking about this. This never happened. What box? Exactly. So. Where am I? Who wants the box? What is this? I'll say give it to Rocky. Do you have any way of hiding this thing to where it's not something you're just carrying around? No, really. Do you have a big cod piece? Uh, I, I, we're so all natural down there. No. And he waves his hand again, and another circle opens up, and he reaches his hand inside, and he pulls out uh, a, it looks like some type of a satchel. Uh, and he waves his hand and it disappears. Now, this is a special bag. You may have heard of this before. It's called a bag of holding. Oh, hell oh. no! <laughs> so who wants this? Well, if I'm holding on to the documents, I guess I'll take it for now. I would keep that in this thing. Exactly. Could be in here. What is in there currently? I don't think anything. He kind of looks, he pulls it in and he opens up. I don't think there's anything in there, so. There look, look, looks empty to me. Hello! Hello! Nope. Here is like a scream come oh. from it. <laughs> so, here, and he tosses the satchel to you. All right. I'll, Please mark a bag of holding on your inventory. I will catch it and affix it to my Canadian tuxedo. Love that. Um, I may not give you levels every session, but I give you stuff. We got stuff. <laughs> bag of holding. So, since this is a very, very safe establishment, yep. you know, no one, no one can uh, listen to what we're saying. No one can come and sneak up on us. Correct. Is it possible that maybe tomorrow um, we could come in here? under that kind of protection with your brother and discuss all this information? Because if we... I don't see why not. All right. Um, I I am starting to get a little worried that if we tell the entirety um, of the group that maybe maybe someone, and we don't want to hear this information, hears it, maybe if we have his guidance, he seems to be the most trustworthy person. Uh, we can go about this the right way. And here we can have My a... My welcome here anytime, so yes. Feel free to come back. We can hash this out. Could you send him a message for us to meet us here tomorrow uh, midday, say? I will make sure that he gets the message. All right. Um, if, if you could let people at the door know, they were kind of rude this morning uh, that we're here for a meeting about midday. They're paid to be rude. And tomorrow. Makes sense. They're doing a phenomenal job. Ah, they <laughs> too. I felt horribly mistreated, insulted Wait a in every minute. way. Are you the summer teeth guy? They told me about you. <laughs> oh man, they wanted to squash your ass. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you didn't pick that fight. You look different though. You were a you were a lady before, I think. Could have taken them. Maybe. <laughs> You're the guy, though, right? You could have. Yeah, we I know. remember we all know, of you honey. came. It was we hard know. with the masks. I could, but yeah, they told me about that. They tell me about every cuckoo that tries to get in here. I have a pretty good relationship with my with my staff. 
You know, if you can't trust the people that you're working with, well, I have them. So I pay my people good. And if they got a problem, Does I help them. look downtrodden that you just called them out? Like a little. I'm yeah, sure. I walk over. I'm like, buddy, it's all right. We're <laughs> summer, said, summer teeth. <laughs> you said, summer teeth, damn. It's, it's all right, buddy. And I, I go to give him a hug. And I punch him in the nuts. <laughs> and when he ducks over, like, bit, I'm like, if you ever bring my dad's name up again, and I'll rip those things off. <laughs> that's a good friend right there. Yeah. Well, All good. right. Are you ready to perform? Um. Um. Yeah. Shit, I didn't think he was going to call me on my bluff. Uh, yeah, ready to go. So, what am I performing? Do you want me to... Oh, you just have to jump right in. You'll figure it out. I mean, you're a bard, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, the best around. That's all right. I'll do most of the work. <laughs> do you want me to play? Do you want me to do, like, backflips? You or? know, it's whatever you feel in your heart. Pig, I think we could dance to this. I'm ready. Round two? Yeah, for matter. sure. We looked great the first time. That's why they pulled us off the floor. Like the whole, like <laughs> the whole, like you stand on my finger and I spin you like that. I'm. Like, I mean, like I felt like a <laughs> cake topper, and honestly. Yeah, you guys dance. That, yeah, that way. If we'll I be, see y'all out there, maybe give me inspiration, sir. So. Oh, uh, we'll be happy to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna perform mostly, and you just jump in when you feel like you want to, okay, or not. We got this. We got this. I feel like I grab another bottle, whatever's laying around, and take a couple. You got it. Big swallow. Do you want to stay in here, or do you want to go out on the nope, actual? let's go. Let's go on the actual floor. Let's go on the actual floor. We're doing this. All right, I like it. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, you know what? He like pulls in his pocket and he pulls out this little whistle and he gives it a little blow, but nothing actually comes out. Almost like a dog whistle. And a couple of, the, of his bodyguards and a couple of the wait staff come back in. So escort my friends, minus my friend the Goblin King. Back down to the lower level. Are you ready for this? This is going to be a good time. You guys are going to really like this. I'm ready. You'll see why they call me the showstopper. Hey, Skriz. Yeah? You got this. I got it. We're counting on you. Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm ready. So we go back down. So all you're going to want to do is, and he draws his finger in like the shape of a circle on the one wall, mm-hmm. and it open, It looks like it opens up, and you're able to walk out onto the stage that's above the dance floor. Some Doctor Strange shit oh, There's no walking. I'm going to jump out there and like do a little cartwheel and come out with the skin flute. Well, they won't see us yet. We're going to lower down. Oh, it's okay. all about the presentation. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. The scrubs is ready. Scrubs is ready. All right. So he's like beat You guys go back down to the lower level. I know. Where are you hanging out at? Missing opportunities. Okay. He's on the dance floor. So uh, I'm gonna go towards a wall. (laughs) Within a couple of minutes of you reaching the lower level, um, you hear what sounds like a booming voice coming, like filling the room. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to start the show. The show to end all shows. Please clear the dance floor. You see the other people disperse. And now, I present to you a special act tonight. 
one night only. We never get to actually see him perform these days. But he has been known to blow a roof off or two. They're talking about me. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, I'm just pumped. Welcome to the stage, Tormund Showstopper and the <sighs> Goblin King. Woo! <laughs> so just bring this up on stage together. So the stage starts lowering down. I feel like <laughs> Scrizz is like... Uh, the little disco ball seems to like disappear as the stage goes through it and then reappears. The lights are starting to go off of it. Um, his, uh, you see uh, Tormund, he begins to talk, but his voice seems magnified. Oh, well, that, that's, that's quite the ovation. Thank you. This is going to be my secondary performer tonight. Going to be, uh, you know, just winging it. Hurst. <laughs> I so, skin flued out, ready. I'm like, tonight we have a special <laughs> thing that I've been working on. As you know, I'm a busy person. I travel all around here and there, different places, different dimensions, different planes. You know, I go places. I do things. And I came across one of the most complicated pieces of music I've ever heard. From a far off land known as the Feywild, I bring to you the Nightmare Waltz. And uh, he snaps his finger, and this like giant organ appears. Like a big pipe organ appears right on the stage behind both of you. And he sits down in his chair on his little bench and he starts just waylaying on this thing. And it's the like the creepiest, eeriest, yet most complicated piece of music you've ever heard. The notes seem to both blend together and also clash at the same time. Uh, and as he's playing, he he kind of snaps his finger and these pillars of what looks like stars sort of spiral up from the middle uh, from the outsides of the stage and go up into the sky and they, and you see these like little constellations start forming and uh, little shapes appear of different animals in the shapes of stars um, and then way off above him you see this it looks like some sort of a monster with a with a squid tentacles coming out of it, almost like a giant squid and it seems to spit out all of these dark purple and green stars and all the little animals seem to be afraid of the squid as he's playing this and it goes on for several minutes you're not even exactly sure where to jump in or how you're supposed to jump in because you're watching this I'm like, and it's and like with in combination with the music it's the it's it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen but it's also the most terrifying thing you've ever seen um the squid thing begins to devour all of the other little animals in the sky <laughs> and he the squid thing seems to almost smile in a way you're not sure how you know that but you can tell that the squid thing is very happy and uh, you see um, this giant mushroom appear in the, in the, in the sky above 
the head of the the squid monster. And it looks like all this little dust and stuff is falling off of it. Hmm. And it, the squid monster seems almost in pain as the as the dust falls down. And then you hear Tormund start singing in a language that none of you have ever heard except for you because you're from the Feywild. Um, have I seen the octopus anywhere before? You've never seen this octopus creature before. Okay. The mushroom looks maybe like it could be some sort of mushroom from the Feywild. Mm. Uh, it's hard to tell because it's made it's mostly like the outline of a mushroom. And... I mean, you know that there definitely are dangerous spores of mushrooms. I mean, you walk around with several yourself, so... (laughs) Um, This mushroom seems to take the form of a throne. And upon it sits the outline of a female. She's sort of hunched over. She looks like she has rocks and crystals and mushrooms and various things coming off of her body. And she seems to be doing this with her hands. Um, and all these like little strings seem to shoot out from her hands. And it looks like they're going into different little houses. The little strings turn from these bright lights of white into these dark, violent shades of purple. And it seems like it's sucking the... It's like it's sucking some sort of positive energy from these houses. And it looks like it's making her both happy and excited at the same time. And uh, as the piece seems to start to... This, this piece goes on for probably like eight, nine minutes solid with the various different light shows and stuff. And you almost kind of forgot that the music is even playing anymore because you're just so enthralled with what's going on. And you, you, you briefly glance around and everyone is just... I mean, like they're terrified, but they're also just amazed. And then suddenly the lights seem to kind of come back up. The stars fade out back to normal stars. And Tormund plays his last note. And he stands up and the place just erupts in applause. There's people crying. Oh my god. Fear, I've never but also it. because it's also like pretty awesome. <laughs> and thank you, thank you. Oh my the god. Nightmare Waltz. Awesome. You did great. And, and a special hand to... To my friend, the Goblin King. It's not. It's not easy to get up here and do things. I didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> you helped. I could hear it. I could hear it. Should too. I try to do something? That's up to you. <laughs> uh, I feel like okay. There's a moment of. He just called me. I'm like. You know what? This is your moment, Chris. And I'm gonna take the flute. And I want to, like, spin it around and throw it down and, like, kick it back up in the air and do a backflip. And play it back down, here. grab the flute as it comes back down and just play just a couple ending notes. Just enough to finish, you know, play myself off and be like... Performance check with advantage and you have Tormund's Bardic Inspiration. You get to add a D12. Oh my god! <laughs> D12, that high-ass bard! Oh my gosh. Oh, it's sideways. He's a pretty good 15 bard. 15 plus my 5 on performance. Plus That's a 20. Dirty birdie. And another 5, so I got 30. Nice. 
Wait, hold on. No, 25. Roll your bardic. He did. He did. Oh, sorry. So I got five. Twenty-five. No, do it again. You like you feel so. <laughs> don't I get a damage, don't I? Yes, you yeah. do. Dude, that was oh, advantage, I wasn't it? Throws it on the ground. He just throws it on the ground. Shatters. Fuck this advantage! I don't even care. I don't even need it. Okay. No, twenty-five. Uh, that's that's a pretty damn good roll. <laughs> uh, you feel completely inspired watching this just master performer, magic user. This this was a perfected art. Out of all the Rakdos shows you've seen, you've watched, you've helped perform in, you've never seen anything like this. It drove you to both fear and just you feel almost honored to got to have gotten to see this. This is something that you will remember for the rest of your life, and you're not a you're not the type of creature who remembers everything. But you'll never forget this. And you do your you throw your flute down and you do your little backflip. But you actually add like a weird little half twist to it just because of how small and nimble you are. And the flute, as it goes back up into the air, it almost looks for a second like you're not going to catch it. And then you kind of spin and you put your hand behind your back and you catch it and then you whip it up and then you start playing. And you've never played like this before in your entire life. It's, it's almost as if the flute is just playing you. It's using you as the tool and not the other way around. Um. You you actually all see the, the flute seem to have <laughs> this tool that's got beat. <laughs> like gre- like a light green almost fog kind of coming out of it, sort of like the caterpillar from uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, smoking the hookah. Um, and you've never like you've played your flute once just for fun, and you've performed once. It's never done this before. It's almost like you've tapped into some like raw ability of a bard that you didn't even know that you had. Maybe it was the flute just needed to see a, a performer actually perform. But it's almost like it awakened something in it. And the last little like, you go on for almost maybe 30 to 45 seconds of just nightmarish. It matches what was being played before. Minus all the bass. And then you kind of stop because you're out of breath. And you kind of look around because you're not really sure what to do or what happened or – and everyone's just like, yeah. And everyone just starts throwing things in the air yeah, and cheering. And, See, I told you you could do it. <laughs> and, and, so do I notice the green stuff coming out of it? Yeah, well, you did while you were playing. Now it seems to sort of be going back into it. How close is Penguin from the stage? How close do you want to be? I would be right as close as I could be. Did you put a mushroom in my flute? <laughs> There's spores coming out everywhere. No, I'd tell you. I mean, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that little add-on. That's 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 some interesting flute playing. Yeah, I told you it'd be worth it. <laughs> nope. How's that apprenticeship look? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's looking better. <laughs> Sweet. We got stuff to do. Hey, maybe once you guys get all this mess sorted out, we can we can talk. I know you have some stuff going on right now. So there's like a little stage there and all the all my friends are down at the yeah, bottom? Yeah, they're all down at the bottom. I'm going to try to do a flip down there, like that one last little thing. I kind of hope I want to fuck it up. <laughs> go ahead and make that it That one up. little last... It's not really performance, so go with athletics. I'm sorry, uh, acrobatics. Yeah, it was a 10. Um, you don't quite land the way you want to. You land, but the suit's a little tight on you, and you're not able to 
like free form as much. I hope like when I land, my arms go forward, I go ah, and I just bust the seams out of the <laughs> Yeah Shut <laughs> I gotta return this <laughs> Well I No, you bought yours, it's oh, fine. I, did buy it. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. That's right, they burned my clothes, I had to buy <laughs> yeah. This was a one time performance. There will be no encores. Come back tomorrow if you wanna see new performances. So I ripped the sleeves the rest of the way off. Don't forget I, to tip your waiters. And I throw them out to the crowd. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's, there happens to be another little goblin um, who's <laughs> on the wait staff, who's walking around with a tray, and she jumps up and like grabs it. And she's like, yes. yes I got it. Did I see this? I got it. I got it. That guy knows Torment. <laughs> when um, when Skriz is on stage and performing and doing all this crazy shit, since we're kind of a little bit back in within the audience, I want to maybe peer around uh, and see if anyone is taking like a special interest in Scrizz. Like not in the sense that he's playing well, but it's like, Oh, there's that guy we've been looking for. Maybe make a perception check. P P P 17. You don't notice anyone. Good to know. So where to? By, it's got to be pretty late by now, right? Yeah, you guys have been here for a couple of hours now. Yeah. A few we'll hours. Make sure we sure. grab our weapons on the way out. Yeah. Yep. Give her the tickets back. All right. Well, uh, come back tomorrow or whenever you get the opportunity. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, to grab our weapons? No. To, no, 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 to no, talk to, to to talk to his karmic oh. brother. Can yeah. you can you tell uh, he who shall not be named? Um, we should probably meet him early in the day. Sure. Like, yeah, um, like eight o'clock. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can, we can do that. All right. Uh, we'll be back then. And, uh, I think I'd probably start walking back to like the bar we slept at last night. That was in District 2. District 2? That was just like right on the edge of District 2 and District okay, 1. Okay, that, that should be Yeah, fine. so it was like a half hour walk. It's, it's, well, not from where you're at right now. It's not that far from where you're at. Three blocks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. So you're right. heading back to the Silver Spire. Yeah. Yeah. Nice um, and close. On our way, can I make sure we're not being followed? Make a perception check. Okay. Because I feel like we got a lot of information on us now. Since I've been looking out for stuff, am I able to kind of assist him and give some shoulder? Uh, you get a, you get advantage on it. Okay. I don't know why I keep rolling this dice. Okay, never mind. Uh, 21. Um, it doesn't look like you can tell that anybody is okay. following you. Um, from up in the sky, though, you do see a uh, skyjack rock with the Boros insignia. It uh, it seems to come in for a landing not far from your location. Um, it lands kind of behind where you guys are walking. Um, you recognize the person on the skyjack rock as Wang. Oh, shit. And he gets off of his, uh, his mount. He goes, I heard that you were here. <laughs> Wang, how how the hell are you, son? I was leading the troops. Uh, I'm so I'm so proud of you. There's a we have a problem. Uh, what kind what kind of problem? It has to do with your family. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Damn it, Jesus. We're, 
we're uh, we're gonna go. We're, we're gonna deal with that. We're obviously. going. Um, your friends can come or they cannot, but if we're going, we have to go now. Uh, well, you guys know where Boros is. If you want to go, I'm gonna get on this this bird and get the hell out of here. I don't know if the bir- the bird can't take us all, right? No. Yeah, you can meet us there if you like. I gotta go now. And um, am I in any sort of? I don't know where we exactly left our armor, but what I have gotten to get my armor and start that, clicking it black on. Is that pins and needles in precinct one? So we haven't gotten there. No. All right, we're you, just you going. Get, I mean, you could get there though, but although the place is probably closed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've probably got a bunch of different types of armor probably. at the armory. Magical, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I didn't. We, we can get you geared up, and uh, we have we have an entire squad to, to send with you. I'm not sure what. Do you we were... hear all this? Like the no. squad? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm we not just sure what take off. Well, I'm not sure what your your companions were doing, or maybe they had other things to do. But yeah, it's bad. Um. So they t- they <laughs> took off already. Like, so before, are we, doing, are we gonna follow them or? Well, you guys got that meeting real early no, tomorrow. You're gone, aren't you? Yeah, you're gone. Am I gone? I'm gone. Yeah. Stay for the meeting. It's important too. I'll call he, you. He he shouts that back at you, and you're kind of realizing that you do have that thing you have to take care of. Well, we can get wild now. We have somebody holding us back. <laughs> Time to kill innocent pavilions. Finally, you also know that he's probably not going in by himself. Yeah, that he is part of the military unit. So, so hopefully he doesn't tell. We're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the tavern, get rest, come back here at eight a.m. Talk to who we need to talk to, and I'll say this as quietly as possible. Sound good? So you guys yeah. are heading back to the tavern. You're okay. heading back to Sunholm. You make it to the Silver Spire. And, uh... I'd like to check if Dutch is still checked in. He is not. Okay. Are you hanging out for a while, or are you going to bed? No, I'm keeping for... Room for two? Yeah, two. Two will work. Uh, I'm not talking to you still. We're in... No, no. No, not talking... No! Shh! Shh! I'm not talking to you. I'll I'm talk to you. Kidding. Come here. Come here. <laughs> give me a hug. Give me a um, hug. I will give him a hug, but blocking my private parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hug. It's like an awkward ass out. <laughs> I go to try to punch him in the He already has it protected. Yeah. Mm, yes, good choice. <laughs> I go, I'm like, keep your room for two. We don't need a big room. That's for you. I think it's best if we all sleep together. No. Okay. Room for two. Room for two. Who's going where? <laughs> we get to share a room. Wow, the two most secretive guys in the whole group. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of stuff's going to get shared in that room. <laughs> Let's share our secrets. <laughs> they have late. <laughs> in the morning, I'm making waffles. So you guys go to your own room. You uh, you pay for it. It's uh, it's it's only going to be ten silver for the night. That includes board, and you get breakfast in the morning. I got it. Uh, okay. Pigwin and Scrisnet, you go to your own separate room. 
you guys kind of wind down after all the events and the, you guys have a whole lot of new information a lot of emotions were felt and as you are all getting ready to drift off um, Pigwin you hear a <laughs> You hear a whisper seemingly coming from within your own head. Mm. It's not real clear at first. But it just sounds like your name. Pigwin. Pigwin. I know my name. You don't have to remind me. I'm going to find you, and when I do... I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but you haven't yet. You left. Why did you leave? Why would I stay? We had things to do, you and I. How is that gift of yours? <laughs> it's manageable. Still having dreams. It's better than others having dreams. I heard my song being played tonight. <laughs> yes, I heard it too. I'll find you, and as soon as I find a way, we'll finish our work. You can't make me. Oh, but I can. But not from here. You're vulnerable, see? You've made friends. That's a, that's a, that's a luxury that people like us don't have. Friends. They don't trust people like us, creatures from the wild. Well. They'll turn on you. Listen. I'm from the wild, too. And I understand how to keep my guard up when it's important. I don't know why I'm telling you all of these things. Actually... What I should say is, mind your business, and I can associate with whoever I want. And if you want to come find me, then love, come get me. I will. I plan on it. <laughs> I can't wait until we can talk again. Until then, your little gift will continue to be my burden and not anyone else's. Not yet. But soon. Not as long as I can help it. Soon. Yes, I'll find you soon. <laughs> I've been talking to you for a while and you haven't heard me. <laughs> I was distracted. Tonight. I was distracted. But I won't be again. I hope you're ready. Always. Interesting. <laughs>
Be seeing you real soon. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> and Pig kind of just uh, shudders. Um, and, like, I think as it gets later in the evening, like, everything just gets heavier in general. And those, like, dark, like images that she'll have to contend with later kind of start creeping in. Um, and usually she kind of controls when she's ready for that to happen. And tonight it's a little harder. So I think before Scrizz can get into the closet where he locked himself last <laughs> time, Pig is going to fly in and uh, shut the door behind her um and kind of just uh, she spoke extremely confidently but she doesn't actually know who she's speaking to she just knows that um when you're dealing with a fey creature you don't get to act vulnerable and that's already where this creature sees her as so uh she's nervous she thinks she knows who she's dealing with, but she's not sure. Um, and she tries to just kind of endure for the night. I like it. Okay. And uh, on that weird dark note, <laughs> we're going to end the session tonight. Remember when I was dressed like a bird and spinning? That was fun. <laughs> Damn it. I hope that everyone enjoyed tonight's session. I know it wasn't a super action-packed session, but it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. So Dots are being connected. We will, we will be back next week and uh, continue the story and the adventure from there. Yay! Everyone have a good night. Adios! Follow us on Wednesdays at 7.30. And you can see the chaos that we bring forth!